So one of the gifts that I got for Val for the holidays, because you know gifts? what better way? Gifts or gifts? Tea at gifts. the end or no? Okay, okay. I thought you gave her gifts, and I was like, I mean, that that's a good. I mean, holiday. that's an everyday thing. That's an everyday thing for yeah. you know, boyfriend girlfriend. Of course, like, of course. Yeah, but, but of course. One of the uh, ones, and I know it's like, like what the fuck is he doing talking about the holidays in February? But like you know, holiday break. Plus We're catching we got, up, y'all. Yeah, yeah, got super shitty sick too. Like just literally recovering. I would have seriously sound like a fucking horse sphincter. Like had we recorded last week, it was like really bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, man, January was a hell of a year, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> this guy, I like it. it oh man. Like, my whole mood for the month of January in the year 2020 um, is that Facebook page where it's just a bunch of, like, alt-rock and metal album covers recreated with Spongebob scenes. It's my whole fucking mood. Sounds pretty um, good, actually. <laughs> like, it, it, like, go look that up. I don't know the name of that page. Go look it up. You'll it. probably oh, find sounds, it. Sounds, or, sounds like a good or, time, yeah. Or better yet. One I stumbled across was um, I remember the name of this page and like I'll probably fuck it I'll throw it in the show notes I don't give a shit uh, gaming setups with threatening auras if you guys <laughs> like it's yeah, like I'm, fo- I'm following one on Twitter right now it's called toilets with threatening auras oh no God. it sounds like one of those yeah. things where someone posts their house for sale on like Zillow and it has a sex dungeon <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> that to me it sounds brutal oh man um, but. I, I will say that um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, one of the gifts that she like begged me to get with her, and I don't know if I'll come around to doing it again, is she begged me to go get a pedicure with her. So I went and got a little little Treat yourself, nanny. man. Yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't – bro, I was not feeling it because, like, I don't know like, about you guys. Like, 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 how's your situation with feet in public? Oh, pff, dude, I wear chanclas in December. I don't okay. give a shit. All right. Um, yeah. Like I mean, I'm feet... down. I've got uh, fetish-worthy feet myself, so. I, you, better, I mean, not... you better be ready to prove that shit. You better back that up, son. <laughs> you don't know what I'm into. Let me get that shit. Oh. Mm. Oh, dude. Man. That's... You know you like it. And you know what? This is why our video cast is going to be behind some kind of a paid wall. Like, we are not giving <laughs> shit out for free. <laughs> this is not for yes. everyone. I love it. Um, <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, no, but I I didn't know massages were included, and it like kind of fucked me up for a bit because I I fucking hate massages. Like, like are you, you, are you like ticklish or is it? No, just... I just hate them. It feels invasive. It see it... like the idea behind anything involving nails, I think, really bothers me. Like, I I don't like it when people touch my fingernails. Kind of feels like they're gonna drag them like clean off, and that's not a, a mental image that I particularly like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't fuck. Like, the only person that fucks with my nails is me. That's it. it get to touch these nails. Nope. Nails are really, like, a really weird thing. Uh, like, God, I, I remember when, like, John Kay of Ren and Stimpy fame, fuck that dude, um, when he really incorporated. Oh, that guy's a piece of shit, but, like, that's another separate Oh, topic. Oh, he didn't fuck a dude. You were just saying, fuck that dude. You weren't saying, like, he, he fucked some guy. Oh no! Yeah, no, I, oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, I mean, if by some guy you mean an underage girl without consent, maybe that's, I don't know. That's what yeah, I meant. fuck yeah. him. Anyway, um, but no, he like made it like a thing. Like he he popularized like the gross out like art sure. style. But the like, zoom in on like shit coming out and like the like yeah stink lines. But the one thing that always like really really messed me up about like 
his stylings was like anytime there's a close up or just like a fucking like a myriad of of toenails or nails in general like just the cuticles mm. like just the detail like the hangnails like all the gnar shit that you would never believe that like a chihuahua or an overweight cat would have like it it, it fucked me up i just i don't know the moment sarah it's making mentioned me crazy thinking of it like there was that one episode where like the Anyways, I'm not going to say much more. Let's yeah, close. you don't want to go into it, throw up. I thought you were going to bring up SpongeBob again because, like, there's this one scene. Like, yeah, have, sh- have no, 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 don't. Not, no. not that one. Not that one. <laughs> oh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm just, I'm just trying to inter- inter- can't deal interrupt with it. it. <laughs> yeah, that, it's weird, dude. The like, I didn't realize how call. much. <laughs> I didn't realize how much more. <laughs> how much more raunch. Oh my god. Uh, SpongeBob fucking like introduced like in the later seasons. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, I know, dude. Petty's. Mm, I'm not a fan. I just between the massages and then like not only that, they put like this clear coat of nail polish yeah. on like my nails, bro. It's still there. It's still fucking there. Like we're in February. It's still there. I can't. It's still smell. looking pretty though, right? Mm. So, so is, is pedicure hands? And no, it's your feet. feet. So manicure is your hands. Pedicure yes. is your feet. Yeah. They put a clear coat on your toenails. So yeah. They're, they're both derived from the French words for hands and feet. Okay. Manicure okay. de main and pedicure de pied. I just feel like if I ever went and got something like that done, like a massage or a pedicure or a manicure, I'm so fucked up that I'm like, well, I guess we're in love now. I guess I got to <laughs> propose to you because you gave me attention physically and now we have to get married. So uh, that's probably why I don't get those. Oh, dude, no. it. I don't know, man. Just... I had to, like I didn't know what the etiquette was to like ask her to like not give me a massage and then like she didn't know like like the person doing it she didn't know that I like it, it just bamboozled her like it bamboozles everyone but I'm sorry it yeah. it is my like just anytime you put like any sort of rubbing or force on anything that are like like I like my joints like nice and stiff because I'm in control of them I want that shit like I'll take it to me with the grave but yeah you fucking massage me it's my own personal gulag like I fucking I'm not a fan and I'm sure as fuck not gonna put money down for a stranger <laughs> to like inflict that on me I wouldn't I don't even like give machines that honor like you know like ugh. anyway yeah, um, yeah for, for me just make sure if you give me a manicure pedicure or a massage just be expecting a Christmas card because apparently that's what I'm gonna do so it's just no but I was just thing. curious if you guys have ever done that like have you not ever yet put but I want position? to now I want to now why I'll, just I, 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 I just want to see what's like man I want to see what that the the you know if it is for me something that's going to be like super awkward or if I end up loving it for some reason, See, I'm like, oh shit, too. I'm doing this all the time now. This is like a weekly like, thing for me. It's so weird that like there's this, the stigma surrounding it is all like <clears throat> social based, like, oh, yeah. a male doing it. And like, no, 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 dude, no, no, I don't no, give a not shit about, about that. that. Not about that. It's not no. that. It, it's the fact that like my fucking calves are being strong armed by like this woman. And like, like it's, it's weird, dude. Yeah. Like when I get my hair cut now, I wasn't really much about haircuts other than I pay fifteen dollars every I don't know four or five months to get a haircut and get like you know a regular ass fade like everyone else. Started going to a legit barber, and oh dude, yeah, most barbers serve you beer now. Like well, they no, just like, want to like, serve like, you. Like, yeah, like, like my barber like gives me a massage, like they massage my forehead, they massage my shoulders. They get really into it, man. But like, I thought it'd be awkward at first, and then I was like, you know what? I super fucking love this, and I look forward to my haircut every single time. Yeah, I want to pay because like I want to get rid of these fucking bulldog eating mayonnaise raccoon circles under my eyes, and like 
I just found out like the 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 steam towels on your face and whatnot. It's like a part of like the, the deal. Barbershop. But like, yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. dude, my barber like go. I I have them like I I don't think I've ever saved like a haircut person's number in my phone. But like mm-hmm. he he goes to fucking town. Uh, like I love him. Yeah. Like I. I don't. I think that's when you know you've peaked as an adult when you build a relationship with, with your, your barber, barber or hairstylist. Sure. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. But like, oh, it was great. No, we always have like really fun conversations. Like, apparently, I had no idea that there was like this adult hobby ring of like RC car enthusiasts. Like, there's a whole underground community. The whole Midwest and, like, is all about it. How yeah. he got yelled at by his wife for spending over two hundred fifty dollars on new RC car tires when like. His wife is just like, that's how much it costs for their actual Normal car. tires. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> God damn. That's And wild. then he was just like, bro, dude, a, a Nintendo 64 on a flat screen isn't supposed to look this shitty, right? So then I had to go into, like, the fucking minutia of all that. And then, like, I blew his fucking mind. Of and, course. Like, of course. At, like, that, it's just it's just a nice trip down. And, like, you know, you'll never get that getting a pedicure. So I guess the moral of the story is, like, I, I don't know. I might do it again, but it's only for Val. Or just let your barber start massaging your feet. Yeah, ah, fuck no. God. It's more than that. Like, I didn't even think my feet were dirty. Like, my feet are fine. But, like, they get in. Like, they, at one point, they use, like, a razor to, like, fucking shape. Like, the way your your sideburns and your, your oh, fucking yeah, yeah. hairline shape, uh-huh. they'll do that with, like, your cuticles and shit. No, like, no. Yeah, dude, no. I don't need that. That's a level of trust right there, for real. It is. Yeah. My fingers I, I, bleed all the time from my fucking cuticles. I don't want anyone else touching yeah, that shit. Yeah, I, I get hangnails like a motherfucker. Oh, dude. Yeah, no, it's real just bad. the it's... worst. Um, I'm going to try to actually do this, I think, soon. I might look into like doing like a couple's thing for Valentine's Day, and I'll report back. Um, I'm actually oh. like legit <laughs> wanting to do this now. just want to like have a social experiment and see how this goes. Do it, dude. I will. I will. Um, I'll, I'll get back to you. And then I'll let people know about Sayers' uh, fetish-worthy feet. And I'm, dude, like, I might have to come to Canada now. World-renowned, like, yeah. <laughs> World-renowned. <laughs> internationally yes. known. Uh, uh, right now, mm-hmm. Koi Ponds and Sonic the Hedgehog are on the docket for uh, a romantic getaway. That sounds so, good. I mean, one of them yeah, sounds yeah. good. One of them Jeez sounds all right. Off, right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm kind of bummed. Like, a part of that, like, movie already got spoiled for me. And I'm like, ah, oh, That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't even know how. Apparently, there's already been early showings to certain, like, people yeah. in the press. I'm like, fucking, really? I don't know. Dude, February is zooming by fast. Like, it's already Is the that the tagline tomorrow. for the movie? Did you just? Jesus, it is, too. Oh, I didn't it, even it, mean it to. It sounded like a tagline for the movie, dude. And no, <laughs> no. I'm just I'm just talking about the mortality that is fucking, oh. like, February. Okay. Like, just yeah, got dark. the awareness of it. It's like, I don't know. I, I guess it just makes up for, like, the slog that was last month. But anyway. Yeah. Um, speaking of like taking a while to get our shit together, uh, but but we we're here. We're gonna fucking do it. Uh, better late than never. This yep. is you've heard all the press- other ones. Now here's ours. Yeah, here's <laughs> ours. Um, and it's a little weird too because like I feel like out of all the years that we've done this, um, I think I don't know if I said this about 2018, but if I did, I'm gonna retract that statement and then reiterate it for 2019. 2019 is the year that I played the least amount of video games. I've been because I've been mostly worried about other shit video game related that I can't believe that I'm still worried about. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the, it the, the is 2020 the... setup of 2019. Fuck, dude. Um, 
Golden Zonkeys, uh, class of 2019, is uh, this episode. And we're going to do this in two parts because we're going to stick with the formula that we introduced in the last uh, installment of Golden Zonkeys because it's honestly, at this point, the most... I First off, I don't think we could really do the old way ever again, but if any year was indication that we couldn't do it, it's 2019. There was just... I don't know what it is about 2019. There was a lot, and yet there wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like... It's a very weird, like, definitely one of those interim years. I don't know. Um, But we're going to go ahead and do our top five for 2019, our personal choice for uh, each of ours. And then uh, from that point, we will then go ahead and do a part two, what I think I will look forward to and the first time we'll ever be able to do this, uh, which I'm excited for. But we're going to do a top ten, like we used to, only for the decade from 2010 to or actually from I'm counting from 2009 to 2019 because we want 10 years so I figured that'd be fair I think so um, yeah. at this point I've already got my list built together because that's how much of an excited excited boy I was I think I put my year on Twitter already too in case you guys want a sneak peek but we'll go into detail with that but um, that's that's later. And for now, let's go and get this episode on the road. <laughs> I I saw Anthem the other day for like five dollars on clearance at Target, and I was it, very, very it, tempted on buying it. But isn't like there are already issues with the servers, and like doesn't well, it have like? That's the thing. Like someone posted a screenshot of the game, like as of this week, and they still have Christmas decorations up in the game. <laughs> it's like the saddest <laughs> fucking thing. It's oh, so sad. Great. Like they went on holiday break and never came back. Like they just left it. Oh no! It's yeah, it's kind of sad, and and I remember the beta had so much promise, but yeah, I think I bought the deluxe edition on Black Friday for ten dollars, <laughs> like 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 the eighty dollars special edition. Yeah, kind of wild. I, and, and I still haven't played it. It's still in the wrap. Oh, I still haven't played. No. I, you know what? I just recently bought because uh, it was on sale, but I haven't gotten a chance to pop it in, install, and get everything going yet. Is a uh, Sam Show Six, so. Uh, so definitely like the, the most recent one. Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice, nice. I'll I'll have words about that. Yes, yeah. I, I definitely. I I mean, I've played it. I played it briefly. Okay. Um, just 
I did so through a uh, a red box engagement. Which, sure. man, before we get the um, right the twenty nineteen uh, loss yeah, of the year, yeah. Before we go ahead and get the uh, episode like rolling proper, uh, definitely. Oh, and by the way, want to introduce everybody too because I would oh. I don't want to be fucking rude. Um, uh, this is Georgie Boy Zach's, and uh, besides like my uh, my hygiene, uh, I want to go ahead and introduce Andrew. Yo. Uh, to my right, someone who I like. I'm very curious to hear about this. Uh, <laughs> I hope you live tweet the whole thing when you do actually go I out. I might and have do it. to. I don't really get social media anything anymore, but it might be worth my while just to do that. Honestly, might, and then might, might join that TikTok thing people talk about. Is that a thing still? <laughs> and then, yeah, to fucking to my left, uh, we have Sarah, and I kind of want Sarah to do the exact opposite. Like I want him to be like the antithesis of like Andrew, like at the same time where Andrew's getting a pedicure, I just want like uh, Sarah to just stomp into so much mud barefoot, like just fucking slog as shit. Like I want you to, like I want you to Jerry the King Waller, like some fucking like Canadian mud pile. I don't know. me, filthy old Sarah. Well, no, I'm not calling you filthy buddy, but I kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if I can bring myself to do it. We talked about the fetish stuff. Someone would pay for that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you could get some you get some subscriptions. Does Twitch let you do that? Is, is the Twitch thing, that like as the... like a just chatting? <laughs> <laughs> you just stomping in mud. The the closest thing to that I think happened over the summer. Actually, uh, we had gotten like one day of rain. George knows what this is all about having only a, a day of rain, and uh, all the time. Yeah, hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and. Man, the sky just opened up one day, and it was so hot for so long, and we were just so miserable with the humidity and shit. I just stood out in this torrential downpour, lightning and thunder everywhere, and just stood in the rain. It was yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. That's insane. How dare you? Free yeah. downpour. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm like a just wet cat best. in the rain, dude. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Um, but Nothing was going to stop me. It was good. I wouldn't. I would love to like. I would like to get some yin and yang action with your uh, with your feet, and then we could just put my feet in the middle. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd just be lawful neutral. Okay, there you go. <laughs> sounds good to me. Minor chaotic good. God, this might be my thing now. <laughs> yeah, you'll be chaotic good. I'll be chaotic evil with my with my feet. I'm just like all about it. Just like one. And there's George all, all lawful neutral. I'm I know. I'll, I'll do chaotic neutral if I just wear chanclas in the middle of like fucking 60 degree weather. Right? That is kind of the like definition of chaotic neutral, honestly. Yeah, I guess. But like chaotic evil, you have to wear Crocs. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. With, with socks. Crocs with socks. I'll, uh, I'll wear Birkenstocks no. or something. We'll, we'll see what happens. Have we already talked about five finger shoes? I still can't find any, but like I'm I'm down with five finger shoes. Have we, we like talked about the endorsement? Five finger fingers have two joints. How many? <laughs> That's what they're called. Really, five finger shoes. They're called five finger shoes. Do you wear them? I've on your always hands? wanted one for a pair for running. But I don't know. I'm not a fan of socks, and people are like, "You hate yeah. socks. You especially hate five fingered socks." But like, you want to do five finger shoes? I'm like, yeah, dude. I don't know. There's sure. something about it. Give, it. give it a shot. It's like the. I, I think it's like the new age. Like, do you remember wet shoes from like the 90s? No. Where everybody's wearing like those geckos. No man, what? You guys don't remember like those sli- like their slip-ons? Like imagine Vans, except they were like made of like like that mesh material you'd find yeah. in a swimsuit. They are just wet shoes. They're just like fun summer shoes. Oh, they're just like they're like shoes you wear like in the creek and shit. 
Yeah. Okay. That sounds yeah. an awful lot like a California thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we, we have I, I them here. It's, it's like when we go, like, going in the, like, go inner tubing in the water. You know? Yeah, but, like, like, in the 90s, like, man, uh, where, where I lived, it was all about Reeboks, the pump. The BKs? Did you have the BKs? Oh, is it? The British uh, Knights, we, dude. No, I don't think we had British Knights. We had oh. uh, LA Gear. There you go. That's all right. That? I'm down with that, yeah. They did those flashing shoes, didn't they? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Oh. No one had okay. those, though. They were too fucking did, expensive. did want to go ahead and mention it before I lost my train of thought, though. Our sponsor Poor... is LA Gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, wait, hold on. Is LA Gear still a thing? No. Oh, fuck. No. Light-up shoes <laughs> um, most definitely are, because my kids got a pair. If you want a pair of lightning, uh, light-up Lion King shoes, I got you. You know, they probably got bought out by Skechers. Yeah. I'll bet you. Mm-hmm. Um, right, what did you, you want to say before you forgot? No, I wanted to say pour one out for uh, game rentals from Redbox. That shit got discontinued. It did. It did. It's Damn. a bummer, too. Anytime we got like that evolve or terminals uh fucking response where i'm like sorry we can't get you a review copy and be like whatever red box has got my act i just gotta like rush this uh whatever i'm doing gotta and then there the was real quick and get my game yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like since you know we couldn't get it for review or for uh professional discussion sure red box have my back and now now it's game now it's, so much now it's just game fly if they're even like gonna be around at this point before like I, I don't know. Their their stock is everyone's stock is plummeting. Sure. Like, how profitable is the video game industry again? Non-existent. Not profitable. Yeah, I don't know. Must EA with microtransactions up the wah fucking zoo. Mm-hmm. Or Stadia putting the fucking burden <laughs> of like Ooh. burden of promotion on the fucking people that are endorsing your fucking platform. I think that's a dumpster fire for another extinguisher. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of like. Oh, silently back away. No, yeah. we, we got it. I I would curiously like to hear as as a fo- um, as a founder. I'll go ahead and just be over here hiding in my shadow. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh guys. man, it's all right, man. I I got the Ouya. You've got the Stadia. That's fair. I guess it, I guess I had to have my shame at some point, right? Yeah, and yeah, then I at one point Sarah's gonna be the only thing that back like the only successful like endorsement like five years down the line. We're gonna watch, shame watch him. Sarah, Sarah be the one that actually has the decency to be like, I know what good cloud gaming is. <laughs> that you, you will be the endorsement for good cloud gaming. Yeah, As he no. rides a cloud like Lakitu, and he like, goes, like, meh, meh, yep. meh. Uh, I don't know. I took that bit too far. Um, all right, a little, a little bit. So we're gonna go ahead and round robin it. Sure. Uh, getting the episode started proper. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and count down from our top five to our best uh one and then uh, at that moment uh i think we will try to collectively uh collectively like that was all done intentionally um choose a contender for the press pause radio uh game of the year as well as we will then also be graced upon the bullet heaven game of the year thereafter uh so (laughs) With oh, that okay. being well, you said, you two can deliberate the other one then. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna fight you on the Bullet Heaven one. I have no actual uh, like information or knowledge of anything, but I'm still gonna fight you on something. Like, no, I disagree, Sarah. Wow. I, don't, I don't like that one. Well, That's no, we don't. Fight. No, 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 Sarah. Sarah's the, like Bullet Heaven one is always his pick, but we then we we bring him in, we rope him in for the PPR one, and then we gotta just put our fucking heads together and think. What's, think, what's the thing that we got to use last time in the game year 
deliberations? What's oh, our, we threw our... that shit. No, that shit's gone. No, what is it? I want to use it this time. For it the was a uh, wild card. A wild card. Yeah, no, wild card's gone. We we're just wasn't our wild point... card like the Nintendo Switch entirely? Yeah, probably that one yeah. fucking that point bad. it was, that was and that's one. when I realized like, man, we gotta change these. <laughs> I know it, that was the one time it worked out. The one time it didn't work out was when we picked Five Nights at Freddy's as our game of the year. Oh god, that's, that's one time it didn't work. Yeah, that yeah. didn't age well. No, no, it did not. <laughs> no, it did, it did not. Um, but anyway, yeah, no. Uh, this year we're just all five of us have, and it's gonna be an interesting episode because. Each of us, I think for the first time, I think this is the first time this has ever happened. I'm going to be quite honest. And we've been, we're doing this show for going on 11 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our choices are different. There are 15 unique games to fucking discuss for the year of 2019, which kind of, I don't know, kind of brings to the question of like how weird it was. Like there wasn't yeah. anything uh, that was kind of a standout. Kind of a diverse year. Um, Oh, uh, before we get into that, though, should we, uh, so in light of certain events that uh, came to light this year, are we officially rescinding, or have we already officially rescinded that one gold Zonkey? It might be tough. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, yeah, dude, so last year, um, no, it was two years before, uh, because, again, this is a new format that we're switching to. We had awarded uh, Best Publisher to uh, Nicholas. Or Nicalis. I always forget the fucking pronunciation. Doesn't matter uh, at this me. point. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it's a shame, too, because, like, that. Just how that whole thing was just really soured upon. I mean, we went into this uh, in detail a few episodes back. Um, and it's just a bummer that the actions of one kind of just, like, really. But it, it goes to show, too, that, like, you didn't realize, like, how much one particular individual was the driving force mm-hmm. of a brand and how that worked out against them as well. So it was, I don't know. It was really depressing bummer all around. Um, but at this point, yeah, no, uh, thankfully that's also why we've kind of changed up the format a bit because we can't really, uh, can't really go around like committing so uh, much behind the choices when they uh, kind of fall down like that. But that was episode 120. Um, hold on, let me clear up again. 120, where we kind of just uh, talked about like all of the, mm-hmm. mm, I would say the uh, white elephants in the room in terms of, some really negative and toxic shit in the industry and culture that we had to call out. So that's, uh, you, if you want to listen more on that, you can go back to episode 120. And, Which, uh, update yeah. on that, I, don't, I just dropped something in the chat there for you to see, sir. Oh, boy. All right. Um, is this something new? Sure is. It is. So they... First copies are being received. Take a look at that cover. Huh, hold on. I'm trying to... I don't so, know why I can't find my messages. Is this kind of a resolution to the initial issues? or is this? Oh, yeah, I fought that fight hard. Okay. Not just for me, but for everyone else that was involved, too. Absolutely. Well, good. Look at that. Hold on. I just I'm glad to that. see that. Are they going to have these separately for purchase, or is this just... No, it was uh, for the uh, collector's edition. The I, I made my uh, soundtrack free. Oh, there you go. Good. Dude, that's fucking dope. I'm happy to hear that that yep. was 
I got the other three on there with me too. Mm-hmm. It's only right. I'm sure they appreciate it too. That's good. It's good to hear. Really though, like, I don't know how it's like not. It, you know, you would think it's it's more than common sense though. It's like it's more than implied. It's it's a fucking given. Mm-hmm. And like even then, like I'm trying to think of like the most recent that I and I know there's been others, but the most recent like super group that was involved in a in a big major development was Sonic Mania. But like Sega did everything they could to literally credit <laughs> excuse me, every single fucking party involved. Like in detail. And I don't know. I don't know what it is about like I don't know what what, what the whole malfunction was about the reluctancy behind that, but I'm fucking I'm stoked to hear that that was resolved and I like yeah. it. I like Unfortunately, it. Dengen Entertainment has been pulling some skeezy shit. That's a whole so, different thing too. And whole like thing. Yeah. whole another goddamn thing. And I think we'll have to save that for another episode. Uh more one that will kind of catch up on some of the news and other developments. Mm. Regardless of how behind we are, but what? one I'd definitely like to touch on. Let's talk some twenty nineteen then. Let's talk some fucking twenty nineteen. we did uh, a runners up and we'll post that in the post like we did before um, just some of our collective choices for games that we felt should have been like we're just nearly there for um, a consideration for uh, our top fives respectively but didn't make it uh, normally we prepared that on the show but uh, just for the sake of efficiency and the fact that a lot of those games, I feel we also talked to death in the year 2019, like mine, for example, Control. I think, I, I, I don't know if I can go on for like a fifth episode talking about Control. <laughs> and it's weird. You'd think I'd like it more. I like it, but like, anyway. Um, I uh, will go ahead and save that for the publication of the episode. So we'll, we'll just to go ahead and get that cleared away. Um, in the meantime, I think we're just going to go ahead and start this proper and... I um I would like to go ahead and I want to I, I feel like being sandwiched by two lovable lovable buddies. So okay. I'm going to go ahead and uh do it just by by the orientation of my uh little Skype cam here. So Sarah's going to go first with his five, then I'm going to go, then Andrew goes, and then we resume on to the next pick. That sound good by you guys? All right. Sounds good. Yeah, I feel feel love. Feel the love in the sandwich. I'm, I might be like a pancake stack with you guys we're or nurturing. whatever. Yeah, stacked we're food. all just here just collectively helping each other out, you know? Yeah, all picking right. each other up. Doing it up. All right. I'll, I'll Sarah, be the base layer. How about that? The bay player? Base layer. Oh, mm. base. Mmm. Tasty. Does that, Absorb does that, all that does that meant goodness. to sound hot? Delicious. Mm. Like... It did. It sounded hot to me. <laughs> what all can right. I say? Sarah, all right, so buddy. my top five, in no particular order, we have Assault Android Cactus Plus for Nintendo Switch, Cyber Delta for Nintendo Switch, 
Earth Defense Force 5 for PS4. Ninja Jaja Maru Collection for Nintendo Switch. And uh, here comes the real mouthful. Oshiberi Horijo Gekihori for Nintendo Switch. Huh. So... And that's in no particular I, order, but the hardest one... In no one, particular order. The hardest one was either the first one or the last one, but we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make that make that our top one, because I want people to have to repeat uh, that and say that. The, the hardest one to say is... Uh, is our game of the year, that... everyone. Thank you <laughs> very much. So, hold on, but you don't have them in any particular order as far as, like, fifth to first? Uh, not really. It's hard to really sort of categorize them, because they all have strengths and weaknesses. I'm going to mix mine mm, up now. Um, I'm going to, like... Like shuffle mine around right now, make it like a playlist on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is already uh, too already, a great we're, start. We're doing this. What's What's crazy though, the thing about these uh, these selections is that some of them are just games that I've only very recently played, but still hold up to the to the level that they should be like a a contender for me. Like Cyveria Delta, I played a lot during the summer. But uh, Geki Hori was something that I've only just started playing, like, in the beginning of 2020, but it was published last year. 2019 release. And then the Android Cactus has had other releases prior, too, yeah. correct? Yeah. Uh, the Plus version adds a ton of stuff, though. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh, that was the first version that was available on the Switch, and then all other versions got what Updated. the Switch got. Mm -hmm. So uh, the updates rolled out after the fact. Um, I could have sworn, like... God, what was the year that you first played this? Because I know it was at PAX, like when you first yeah, discovered it, right? I think it was Series 6 that uh, that I played the original. That's crazy. So that was that quite this, a while ago, yeah. That it's been getting like these uh, Street Fighter-ass renditions. <laughs> like fucking... Championship edition, remix, hyper -alter. Now, to, to the game's credit, though, if you had Assault Android Cactus on Steam, it auto upgraded to good. plus so you That's didn't have good. to pay for it again absolutely which is good yeah uh certain versions were not upgraded though like uh, i believe the uh, playstation 4 version didn't get the updates uh and i think xbox one did i'm not sure why but uh, yeah certain versions aren't uh, aren't updated to plus just uh switch steam and i think xbox one but uh, yeah, I mean, it plays. It's well optimized too. It plays really, really well on the Switch. And the fact that the the Switch uh, version allows you to play uh, in so many different ways, you can even use the Joy Cons as a separate Joy Con for uh, twin stick control. Somehow, haven't really tried it, but I mean, the flexibility is there, and it kind of makes it the best version. Well, I, there I is. figure because it's a twin stick shooter. I mean, isn't that? Yeah, but there's more to it than that. Like, I mean. There's some sort of aim assist, I think, that goes into using the uh, the half of a Joy-Con. That one that's Which really is, hard to say you know, has a lot of exclamation marks, I'm finding. What's that? Is it Oshi... Oh, Oshi Beri Hori Jo Geki Hori? Yeah. And they have, There's uh, all kinds of exclamation points. I know. What, what's what's so exciting about that one? Uh, because everything is narrated and uh, and sh almost shouted throughout the oh, entire game. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Like shout Oshi Beri means... Uh, means chatting okay so yeah you're always getting feedback as to what's going on i like that this is very hype like it's like nba yeah. jam there's someone oh it's at super hype <laughs> okay yeah it's super hype i'm already looking at this oh okay. yeah it's good it's very good okay it's like a side-scrolling shmup meets mr driller okay now <laughs> in is this a lot what, of ways yeah is this what you were playing last night it is yeah okay i had seen like kind of like the tail end of it okay yeah yeah, I did a, a, a first try, one credit clear with it. So yeah, yeah, okay, it was pretty good. Yeah, didn't beat my high score though, but you know, 
Interesting. It's for another day. Um, so, okay. Uh, Siveria Delta, obviously, it's pretty cool. It, uh, it uh, combines medium unit and uh, revision from the PlayStation 2. Um, gussies it up with HD visuals. Adds the Delta mode. Um, and it has really, really in-depth score chasing to it. You could stick with that game for years. Just sort of uh, getting better and uh, and taking advantage of all of the different uh, leaderboards that are available. It's also on PlayStation Four as well, so and I think it's also on Steam too, which is uh, you know it's real accessible that one there. Uh, we played it on the Switch, but we have it on PS Four as well. Uh, Ninja Jajamaru Collection is another game that I played only recently, but like oh man, so uh, that, and that came out in the year twenty nineteen. It did, yeah, in Japan. And I just want to m- yeah. make sure, because, like, it's the same Ninja Jidamaru from, like, Famicom, where it, it basically kind of, like, it reminds me of, like, Flicky, to where there's, like, multi-tiers, you jump up and around and attack. Yeah. Yeah, so there were multiple games to, like, warrant a collection? Yeah. Like, how yeah. many? Well, there's six or five of them. Fucking on. six? Six of them on the Famicom, yeah. How? Well, because they span more than one genre. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like so, like the first one is like your Kunio basic Kun one. status. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a bit. Um, cause like there's one that's a a JRPG ass like Dragon Quest ripoff RPG. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. And there's another one that plays a lot like Legend of Zelda. Huh? Yeah. How the fuck but have I never heard of these? Because they were only released in Japan. And well, uh, no, I know, but like you would think, I don't know. I feel like. But no one talks about those ones. They're kind of obscurities within the the main series. I, I just don't feel like at this point, like, especially within the circles that you travel in, and and like just as far as retro gaming in general, between reinventing the wheel and like some stuff that's already come stateside. But mm-hmm. like, it's weird because like the identity of the Turbo Graphics is like almost at this point seventy percent it's Japanese library. And then thirty yeah. percent, like the nicheness of like, oh man, there was this one thing that almost had a really strong go for like five years in the early nineties. Here's, <laughs> but anyway, here's Samurai Ghost. Pay five hundred dollars to fucking play it. Um, but like the NES was just like, oh yeah, I remember that fucking kid who kept saying California, and then there's Mario, and then that's the whole yeah. legacy of the NES. And there's like fucking no room for anything in the Famicom. That's all I remember, like. Ninja Jajamaru-kun is one of those things though like you remember those multi-carts back in the day remember those yeah dude and uh, yes and you would see that or you would see uh Bandai's muscle in those fucking multi-carts too which by the way it's it's uh, ultimate tag match is what it's called yeah which dude it's so funny and such a dink, but I don't know how and I don't know why but I've like while being sick with like all fucked up, I've like super gotten into Kanikuman again. Oh yeah, and like just been watching a fuckload of it. But I'm trying to find like <laughs> Ultimate Muscle sub, not like the shitty oh, four kids dub. Oh like, yeah, Ultimate. No. Like I I hate. Just play the I hate with a passion yeah, what they did. Anything that four kids touches, right? Yeah, but I, and like so I don't know if anybody out there like knows of a torrent or fucking anything where I can hear Motoro Kiduku in. <laughs> In Kiniku Nisei, instead of like fucking ultimate, like just holler yeah. at me, cause like I I want to watch. But isn't that the most like wrestling ass thing ever? Is the subbed version? Like it just seems like that'd be the most. This shit is surprisingly, uh, dude. I 
I used to love it as a kid. I, like, I, I actually the game. had I the shitty... game on GameCube, and I felt like it was pretty bad. But which I, dude, and you know what's funny is I've been looking for that game for years now, and it's only gone more in value. That's like one of the top five most expensive games on fucking GameCube now. What? Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's like fucking one hundred and eighty dollars now, right, just right for that goddamn game. game. Real quick, one sec. <laughs> what is the oh, most nice. expensive? Do you think? Uh. Oh, it's NBA, like between, isn't it? No, it's uh, one of the revisions of Fantasy Star, and then there's GoGo Hypergrind and uh, Zoo Cube. I think those are like the stupid expensive ones. Oh, and Chi Chi oh, Robo. Right? Chi Chi Robo is like crazy really? expensive. Jesus. <laughs> Fire Emblem is is up there too. Oh, I bet. Yes, yeah. Fire Emblem is stupid up there. It's also yeah. one I don't have. I bet Double I'm Dash thinking would I'm have to sell be, it. Double Dash know. is the best fucking game on that system. Wait, what? Don't don't at me. <laughs> Double Don't dash. at you about what? What is du- the best game on that system? Double I couldn't dash. hear you. Double Dash is the best fucking Mario Kart. I don't know why. Best game. Any- best game. You don't have to categorize mm. that shit. Mm-mm. I can't. I don't, I don't know if me. I can agree Come with you me. there. Um, this is our new so debate anyways. for 2019. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. He's Mario Je- Kart. Jejimaru, uh also adds something called the Great Yokai Battle. And it's like a multi, uh, multi-phase... Uh, super enhanced version of like what the first Jejimaru-kun was and oh it so it's plays... just a remake of the very first one yeah no no there, there's like a whole nother mode to it with a ton of unlockable characters uh it has all kinds of Jellico references you got appearances from like Butasan and uh City Connection and Exerion and Suchipai all these like really cool obscure references all over the place in there if um, I kill all the demons on screen within a certain time limit, do I unlock Bump and Go? Like, I want to know. Bump and Go? Was Bump and Go Jellico? Yeah. Was it? You don't remember? Dude, it was one of the first games to feature that really ugly, like, top label that would be infam- infamous with the fucking Jellico It's games. probably in there. Like, I'm not going to lie. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it likely is. I haven't unlocked everything. There's What's there's it? much more to get. Oh, dude. There's, like, a certain shooter that, like, Jellico was famous for in the arcades. There's all kinds. Now. Like, Jellico... Uh, Jellico did stuff like Plus Alpha and mm. like Exurion, Formation Z, uh, Frontline. No, that's that's Taito. Um, what was it? Field Didn't Combat. they also that do Exceed? Oh, wait. Argus. Yeah, no, there was something with a cop. Either that or that was Irem. Uh, oh, no, that that was Irem. That would be uh, Police. Uh, was it Police something Gallop? Yes. It's Gallop Gal Police. Yeah. Fucking so. Gallop Police? Is it just horses? Gallop Police. Oh. Gallop, yeah. Oh. yeah. It's featured in uh, R-Type Final. Is it? That ship, yeah, it's in there. Oh, the ship. I thought you meant yeah. the game. No. That's no, one there, thing. There aren't many good ports of it. I Yeah, I need to find, like, I don't know if I need to update. I, I don't know if it's just, like, uh, MAME runs it better than maybe whatever RetroArch does in Pi. But mm-hmm. all the Data East and Irem uh, games, well, no, I take that back. The Irem games run fairly well on RetroArch, but all the Data East ones run like shit. Like, I can't yeah. play Ninja Baseball Batman with the sound because oh that <laughs> fucking... Anyway. Um, but, yeah, I had no idea. And, like, do you... Okay, so there are five games, and some of them featured some remade modes. No. There's six games, and then there's the Great Yokai Battle, which is, like, the central new game with gotcha. the collection yeah yeah you can check like i did a feature on it it's it's on my youtube channel i gotta upload a bunch of stuff to the site but uh 
Yeah, definitely check it out. I go through the entire oh, dude, game. We all got to upload shit it's to good. the site. Sorry, guys. Like we've all, we've so, been lacking, but this after this episode, bit. we're gonna be we're gonna be pumping it as usual. And uh, also, we're gonna do stuff on the site. <laughs> now, obviously, <laughs> I want to talk about Earth Defense Force Five. Um, I mean, I like it. Earth it's really Force good. Five, right? But like, it's not as good as four. <laughs> yeah, four point one. I think right now is my favorite Earth Defense Force to date, and. Yeah, while Earth Defense Force 5 is is good, I think uh, of the five, it's probably my least favorite of them. Was the previous one on the current-gen stuff, or was that prior to? Uh, you mean Earth Defense Force 4? Y- yeah. It was known as 2025 on Xbox 360 gotcha. and PS3. Okay, that's the one I yeah. was thinking of. Okay. Four, 4.1 is on PC and PS4. Okay. Yeah. And it's just the same but, game, just different stuff? Add to it, or is it a totally different game? Uh, no, it's a totally new game. Like okay. there, there are mechanics though that don't work quite as well as I think they thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember yeah. when it first came out. Like I remember one of your bigger complaints was it takes itself a little more seriously than an Earth Defense Force game should. Oh no, that wasn't me. Mm. You think it's just as silly no, no. as ever? What What I hated about uh, Earth Defense Force Five is that everything levels up instead of just the one class that you're using. So you can't focus on one class. Everything else gets stuff too. It feels like that's like a Final Fantasy fourteen thing though, like where it focuses on some like specific thing or I don't know. I, I feel like why would it level up everything though if you're not using that stuff? Why won't you just focus on the one thing you're using? It's a mystery. Yeah. That's not great. <laughs> Jeez. So, I would love to solve yeah. mysteries with Sarah. I think that'd be a good show. <laughs> Sarah Sarah Boy Detective. Oh yeah. Um, my boyish my boyish beard. It is well, you know, <laughs> everyone in Canada has a beard. I would hope. Allegedly, I don't know. I think so. It's what gives you guys your rugged look. It's true. Either that mm. or your chins, like your fucking dimpled chins. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a dimpled chin. What are you talking? We about? We can't tell because you mm. have a beard. That's what you got the beard for. <laughs> I see. Okay, mm. no, I don't though. I don't have a butt chin. Um, oh no, that's all. That's all this dude, which is why this is all. Yeah, exactly. It was all hidden away. Um, but going back to Earth Defense Force Five, like I'm trying to remember what it was that like. I just like how every time I watch like random videos of that game being played, I just hear randomly in the background someone yelling "EGF." <laughs> it's so good. But, It'd be like a it wasn't is. it like I, I would say because like all like one of the. One of the more inherent qualities, like that, immediately jumps out about you as far as the the EDF series, especially a, a more recently, is like just how arcadey it feels. Like, oh, which yeah. is spent essentially, especially when like um like when I first played, I felt like it was very uh it, it was evocative of, like the original Lost Planet when Lost Planet was super arcadey before it went down a more uh no holds barred like fucking punching down on everything it can to ground itself um i like the first I, game it was good yeah i, I mean you, like i said you can't really say the same about the second and the third one which not to say they were bad or anything they just didn't have that uh i don't know they didn't, I didn't have that cheek that the uh, first one did they as were far less as great. like um but i feel like the same could be said with the new edf like i feel like out of all of them like there was it was it was essentially like not necessarily less action, but more like, I think there was less mayhem in terms of like the action, like the, uh, the like out of all of the uh, titles, it seemed like the most concentrated, but at the same time that worked against it. 
Because, like, uh, but you were mentioning that, like, the classes themselves can be leveled up in unison, which kind of created a bummer. But even then, like, I feel like it was the, out of all the games, it was the one that actually, like, like kind of emphasize on tactics, which I don't fucking associate with Earth Defense at all. When I, when I think of Earth Defense Force, I'm just like, giant fucking bug, shoot, move, blow up a building, things flash. Well, and I mean, like, at, the, like, this the one second... felt like it was built with a frostbite engine, for crying out loud. <laughs> the, the second, or the, uh, I say the second, uh, 4.1, there was a lot of tactical stuff in that too, especially when it came down to multiplayer. If you had like, I don't know, the uh what was it the air raiders and um if you had an air raider a um a marine wait what do they call marines it doesn't matter the the ranger if you had a ranger an air raider an uh, an air diver and a lancer and you had like guys that could properly use the the class that they've chosen you could do some really cool tactical stuff in the multiplayer but like as a single player experience like i don't want to pick up weapons for classes that i'm never going to use mm-hmm. right yeah i play ranger and that is it i like my rocket launchers i like my machine guns and i like to be able to get newer better versions on higher difficulties real early in the game and then coast on hard for the rest yeah well like, it's like a lot of those I don't... games should offer that if you get gear for other classes then let me turn it in for something i'll actually use yeah precisely least, right why why not, right? Yeah, for sure. Huh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, I, I mean, it's still like, if anything, that kind of says a lot about 2019 that it still made your list. I know it's still a good game, but it's not as good as I think I would have liked. So I don't know. Like, if if I was to pick between these five games, I mean, it seems knee jerk, but like I've put a lot of hours into this game now already, and I think like Oshiberi Horijo Geki Hori is probably my top pick of my list it seems pretty damn it's weird fun. it seems like the one i've if he I, I haven't heard i like because you can't like once you hear that name you can't like not forget it mm-hmm. like yeah. so I, like i, I saw just, it a lot on i saw it a lot on twitter there was a couple of japanese accounts that i uh, this is the first time I'm fucking i was following about it yeah like it's just it just so happened that like one of my followers was playing a lot of it i'm like huh that's interesting and when it came down to getting a uh, Japanese account for some downloads that came with the uh, uh, the Jajamaru collection, that was the first thing I downloaded. I was like, hmm, let's get a yen card from PlayAsia and go to town. I am picking up this, by the way, off the recommendation of your top five list. I can't, you can't really see it on my screen. The uh, I can't see Cyveria. it. Oh, Cyveria Delta. They have a pre-owned copy physical for Switch nearby. Yes. So I might grab that. Do it. Real. Yeah. 100%. Nice. I still, like, I finally got my copy of Celeste from Limited Run, and I have yet to pop it in. Oh, my God. Really? Just now? Yeah, dude. Oh. And I, I, I'm so bummed that I went that route, because, like, now I feel like it's almost like I don't even want to. Because now everyone's like, talked about it, and it's already. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's fucking, like, mm. Yeah, it's a bummer. It really bums me out, but. Um, I got my copy of Battle Garega, finally. For oh, Limited Run, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That Man. was a nice set too, if I remember seeing. It. I think. Oh it, yes. Yeah. I would love, like, it would be the silliest thing to do, but I'm kind of down. At some point, I would love to do a mini games club on that. Like that shooter is fucking way better than I ever thought it would be. Like I don't know. It. I'm still like, please just punch like with like fucking like how, 
how fun it is to just literally drop in and drop out of that game. Like it's just weird. Like now, are we talking I, like PS4 Revision 2016 or Saturn? Oh, I'm just I haven't I'm playing it on the Saturn where I just hear nice. rising. Rising. <laughs> uh, rising. You got to play Sokyukarentai as well then. Oh man, we're gonna have to hash that out like off the air, but like there's for sure, dude. Because like I'm finally, uh, I don't want to hijack like your platform, but just as an update, in the middle of also being like fucked up with bronchitis and like dealing with work and all this other stuff, uh, update. I have finally caved today, and I was I was literally confessing to the guys before we started recording. Um, I got into my possession, my hands of uh, a TV One Task C2 400 upscaler because it has the ability to downscale, including uh, uh, down to 240p, which is uh, I'm actually going to repurpose for a PVM that I plan on buying just for Tate setups, especially for the Japanese 360 I see in my future. Um, but fucking, I, tr- I specifically did want to do this before because I wanted to get it just for the Atari Lynx and the Game Gear that I plan on consolizing, which I already have the Game Gear in my possession. And I got it to work, except there's a lot of screen tearing and artifacting because the way the McWill mod works for the VGA out, there's some enhancements for the vertical line and whatnot so it can work for 480p. And it doesn't scale that way because it's always going to be a little uneven. So no matter what I do to configure the fucking thing, there's going to be a little bit of a screen tear. And it was just too much. Are we talking about screen tearing or shimmering? Uh, screen tearing. Like I, I included the video in that little message chat. I don't know if you guys got the chance to watch it, but like, if you play like Sonic One on the Game Gear, for example, and you're running by a palm tree, uh, how, the top half of the palm tree will literally shift to the uh, shift to the left when you're moving. Oh yeah, forward. okay. I know exactly what that is. That's a yeah. Um, that's screen tearing. Yeah. So could and there's be, some artifacting. Could just be a V-sync issue too. I but there's no way to fix the V-sync. I already tried it. I tried fucking everything, and then when I realized that, like, the Game Gear is, like, not exactly putting out 60K, it's putting, like, 59.9K. Yeah, that's, that's exactly then... it. So it's going to tear where the refresh the refresh rate ends. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's the only way to really get, like, smooth Game Gear gameplay is just putting it in my HDTV. Yeah. So I fucking gave up. I give up, ladies and gentlemen. Throwing <laughs> so... the, throw the towel. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, it's going to be like that, too, with the Atari Lynx. So I'm like, all right. And I had the two extra HDMI, like, inputs from, like, the second 4K selector that I got. So fuck it. So you hear me all? Fuck it. What I'm going to do is just use the uh, one task. No, uh, one task is it's still valuable. Um, I And there's already uh, preset settings for uh, Xbox 360 at 240, so... I'm going to letterbox that shit, turn a fucking TV on its side, throw it to the right, and then, like, I don't know, play some Mushihimi Same mm-hmm. on, on some fucking glass screen and just call it a fucking day. I'm mad. I'm still mad about it. Because, like, <laughs> when it did look okay, it looked great. Poor guy. But I'm fucking, yeah. But anyway, um, fuck my stupid nonsense. Hey, I have never played CVVR, and I got it for the Dreamcast. So, like... Tell me, is this a sequel or a remake of it? What, Cyveria? Yeah, Cyveria. I don't even know how to pronounce the fucking Cyveria 2 on the Dreamcast is the actual sequel to what made it to the Switch. Oh, really? So it's a totally separate entity. Huh. Yeah. Do they play similarly? What's that? Do they play similarly? 
Uh, yeah, Siberia Two is a little harder though. Yeah, if, I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan of it. If all your yeah, there's there's um. I don't. know, Did you catch the bullet heaven on Siberia Delta? I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. All right. So watch that. It'll explain it a lot better than I can. Like right at this second, but. Uh, the one thing about Siveria in general that I would that I would uh, keep in mind, then this is my knowledge to impart upon you today, is to be patient with everything on screen. Don't just immediately blast everything. Make it so that you can graze a ton of bullets at once, and then when you're leveling up, you can barrel in and take out more stuff. You know, it's weird because I should applaud that, being as it's very like novel and innovative for a shoot 'em up to do that. But also that immediately made me like lose appeal. Like maybe that's why I didn't like it because I was playing it wrong. I I don't know. I just I want to. I see something on the screen. I want to shoot it. Yeah. Once it clicks, though, that's when uh, that's when you're going to start having a lot of fun. I promise you. Just bear with it. So, with that being said, Sarah, you can't really pick a favorite one out of this, but uh, well, he did. Yeah. He kind of got a knee jerk. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Oshiberi Hori Jogeki Hori. It, oh, it, yeah. it looked kind of fun from the stuff I was watching last night. So it was interesting. Yeah. I was expecting it to be nothing but shmups, but it's kind of like a hybrid, yeah? Yeah, a little bit. Like shmup, but it has like elements of, I, I don't know, like it seemed like a puzzle. Not puzzle There's kind of a puzzle yeah, element it, to it. It seemed colorful. It seemed happy. Like it just, I don't know. Yeah. It seemed fun. You gotta, in order to get the biggest scores, you have to collect a lot of cargo, and you can't collect much at first. You have to upgrade your shit, your uh, your stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So your cargo hold can be upgraded. Your uh, drill suit can be upgraded. Your special attacks can all be upgraded. Uh, you can get additional, um, what are they called? I think they're called bits in this, but they're kind of like options. They're like little uh, space cats okay. that run alongside you. And, uh, you know, um, your engine can be upgraded as well. And uh, it's just a really fun, it's a really fun game. Yeah. <laughs> I think th there haven't been many games that have sort of gotten their hooks in me over the, the last few years. But uh, Geki Hori is one of those ones that I find my, myself playing like all the damn time. Is that Switch specifically or is it on other platforms? Yeah, it is only on the Switch. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I should throw in the worst here as well. Just a side oh, okay. note. I, I don't know if we... I think we kind of got rid of the Mako. Yeah, we did. We wanted to be positive, remember? Because 2019 was the, the new... Well, no, not 2018. Sorry. 2018 was a dumpster fire. It so sure we was. To be positive. 2019 was no different in some cases. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But better luck next time to those people that put out that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we'll um, show notes it. Show notes. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Because I think that mine would probably just be the same thing I spent $130 on just oh, recently. Oh, fuck. Yeah, actually. Yeah, no, yeah. Dude, we can do that with the runners up. We probably should. I mean, I mean, you got to throw a little bit of shade, you know? But, yeah. but we're not trying to put that out in public if we don't have to. If you want to go see that, you go see that. But that's not, it's not for everyone. Well... I mean, we again, we've got two parts of this, so I'm down to like mm -hmm. we we can always organize it and shoot from the hip. We'll see we'll see what uh what feels good. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. so I guess getting to the now the the meat of the sandwich that would be me, dirty, slimy, greasy meat.
2019. You, you, but you eat some meat. You eat fish? No, you know meat. No meat. Oh, you went. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, fish. Yeah, I was going to say I mean, you fish. count fish. I don't count fish. I mean, I don't know. It's protein, yeah, I guess. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pe- I've been pescatarian still, yeah. like, still doing it. I don't think I could stop now because if I did, I'd get really sick. And I know that because I accidentally ate a Carl's Jr. chicken sandwich when they told me it was a fish sandwich. And oh, no. I was fucking near death. Yeah. So it's like when you go on keto, man. I know it sucks. Oh, I, I, I'm not doing keto. Yeah. I have I have family member who does keto, and it sucks for them. I want to do it, but like the moment you okay, the moment you do keto, you can't get off. No, of it. because no. if you do, the whole process you'll blow depends up like a on you doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, I mean, like let, let's say you stick with it for like six months. Uh-huh. You eat a piece of bread, you will you will gain all the weight you lost. Yeah, I mean, it's only, it's only meant one... to be a short term thing, and then you just go low carb. You don't stick with but, it. The but whole it does time. permanent. It does permanent damage. You can't go back to that. low carb. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So now, like, you it's can't one just of those, fuck off like... and eat bacon and be like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> that's not how it fucking <laughs> works, guys. I'm sorry. That works. Um. But go all ahead. right. So go ahead, meat. My top five, Jesus Christ. I don't want to call you, man. Um, I felt offensive. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. It just, like I said, I've been watching a lot of Kanikuman. Okay. Mito! Um, fucking never explain why I wore a little diaper. Um, <laughs> it was a little, little chonies. It, well, they're more chonies yeah, than diaper. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, but, yeah, my top five was, uh, it was a little hard, to be honest, because I know I played quite a bit, but there wasn't a lot that, like, stood out to me and there's so much there's so many games that i did want to put on and what's funny is like some of those games i think did end up on andrew's list which i'll be um i'll be excited to talk about um but i'll go ahead and mention them now and i will definitely say i i'll tell you right now i'm very surprised over what i think is the best of 2019 but i'll stick by it uh, my type, uh, my top five are as such. In 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 a particular order, I'm reading from um, fifth to first. Uh, Judgment, Devil May Cry Five, Shenmue Three, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and The Outer Worlds. Um, so I'll go ahead and stick with Judgment because weirdly, I think out of all of these games, uh, I think that's the game I put the most time into, and I still have yet to. I'm at the very end, but like. I swear, any of the Ryo Gotoka games, like I, I just, I just fucking get lost in my peripherals and like just spend eighteen hours on the side shit. Like I think I finally finished building the best drone, and now I'm just doing all the drone shit. Um, but yeah, I really like Judgment. I like the idea of being able to visit Kamurocho from an entirely different perspective. It was. It's very difficult to write the review though, mm-hmm. because I don't think it. it it's. It's weird how it, it's. It's like my EDF five. Like I. I weirdly love it. I love the characterization, but the play style of it is so. <coughs> excuse me. It's just so weird and like it's technical and in, in like all the worst ways. But like how uh, how, just be- how does it separate itself from other Yakuza games? Is it? I mean, it's supposed to be kind of its own thing, but it's in that universe. How does it separate or does it separate from those games? Well, here's the thing cuz like they introduced the Dragon Engine for um fucking the uh 6 installment yes. as where as well as um Probably Zero. The remake No, not Zero. It was uh the remake for 2. Oh, okay. Um, 
and just that engine in in terms of the combat and the physics mm-hmm. were really well done and while like they didn't exactly scrap it they did like this weird take on it where like they they kind of brought back like uh the concept of the two uh, like fighting styles like they did with uh Kiwami and Zero except they limited it down to two styles the um uh Tiger and Crane mm-hmm. and I I'm not a fan of like one like it's it's weird because like well Crane is really good for crowd clearing it's got little to no power and then not only that um it it's so like the complexities of of like where you chain things especially when like a big unlike I think uh the the fighting styles from Kiwami and Zero uh, a big emphasis that they don't even clearly go into. They like give you like that's another thing that I feel like out of all the combat styles uh, of the previous entries, this one has the most depth to it. But it's the most po- it's also the most poorly explained. Like it, I, I, and I can see where they were going about because they wanted to encourage you to like really um, like have fun with it and explore it. But it's also weird because the game for the first four hours, there's hardly any combat. It, it the game instead wants to focus on the new things that it introduces, which is are the investigative mechanics. Which uh, I was really expecting, like something like along the lines of Ace Attorney. Sure, same. Which yeah. what's funny is so many people use that, like when they describe like people asking about Judgment for the first time, like oh man, it's Ace Attorney meets Yakuza, and I I think that's such an unfair comparison because like it's the investigative mechanics are actually really shallow. Mm-hmm. It's super shallow. It's I'll tell you right now, the investigative mechanics kind of feel like I spy meet point and click, like in the fact that like most mm. point and click games are fall into two camps. They're actually very intuitive and they're very well designed to the point where like you do feel clever and you feel rewarded when you actually are able to solve the mm-hmm. puzzle, or um, you just fucking click and click and click until something happens yeah. and you're like, all right, it's just process of elimination, like to the point where like. It, it, it speaks volumes of that design. It's not very well done. And unfortunately, that is the case with um, this particular game. Yeah. It, I, I played a game like that years ago. I reviewed for the site called The Raven. And it was kind of like that. You just clicked on shit until something happened. And then you kind of like, oh, I just like stumbled upon this solution, even though I didn't really know what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. It Unfortunately, well, like, between that and then there's also the uh, stocking segments where essentially you have to tail like suspects or uh, people of interest uh, and sometimes you have to identify them through like key traits or identifiers like what clothes they're wearing or what physical traits they possess stuff like that the game like I felt like rarely did that well like especially like in the main plot there were some elements that I thought were really neat but aside from that it was fucking I don't know, man. It wasn't that great. And what like really bugs me is that Yagami, the main character, like his whole shtick is that he previously used to be a lawyer and then he turns private eye. And some of the private eye stuff is cool, but I figured, oh man, his ex-lawyer roots are going to come into effect, especially when like he there's there's trials in the game mm-hmm. that like you actually attend. And I was thinking, oh fuck, dude, like this is where Ace Attorney shit can come, like these mechanics, like there's evidence, and you actually do collect evidence. 
But like, it's it's just more like garnish for like cutscenes, if anything else. It doesn't feel like the agency is completely removed, and then they return it back to you in the same old Yakuza combat. Like, I can totally see why Yakuza Seven is going to be a turn-based RPG, only because like the most inventive they got with the action beat 'em up formula is that they threw in some like really slow but not all that interesting like investigative mechanics and i was really bummed but i do like one thing that they've kind of taken from the the remake kiwami 2 and they implemented and i i found it really cool in uh judgment where like at first you kind of don't feel like a man of the people like the way uh kiryu does but then like you build a reputation and as you build a reputation um it does help you unlock certain like uh, side missions that are in the form of mysteries and there are times where like like some of the side missions are actually pretty interesting like one especially involving math um, where you're helping a mystery novelist basically find a publisher and the publisher is coming to you and just like hey I need your detective brain to help me solve this clue because like he's making a stunt out of this and like the first two like they really pushed me the third one I straight cheated I looked it up I couldn't do it but, like, that's the only time where I actually felt like a a puzzle was actually being presented to me versus, like, something that just felt like it had the, the trappings and the setting of a, of a clue or, or a mini mystery, a puzzle that moved on to the next part of a bigger picture. But it wasn't. I don't know. I do like the plot of it. The plot is fucking insane. Like, I don't know. I... I between that and six, because six's plot is almost a little overbearing with how insane and complex it is, and then it kind of feels a little anticlimactic because it's supposed to be the closing chapter on Kiryu. Like it starts off really strong and dramatic, and kind of ends like, "Ooh, well, that's insane," but like not not something I'd expect to like you know shut down the chapter of like seven games that built up this fucking character. Like I I, I like I don't know. I can go on and on, but. Judgment is neat. It, it's still like a really nice departure, and it definitely makes me feel like there's a lot in Kamurocho like left, which I'm really excited to see where Yakuza Seven goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I was kind of expecting a little bit more in terms of differences. It it kind of feels like a Gaiden, which is not. And, I mean, yeah, and I, and that's what it is. And I but almost felt I, like it was gonna be like maybe something that could have been DLC, but they made it into its own game kind of like i don't know but i didn't know much about it going into it but i felt like it wasn't gonna maybe like stand on its own two feet like it had to be very yagami is a likable character playing the other games i i really liked the like they played like the characterization is probably one of the strongest charms Mm -hmm. to that game because like you're you're really used to kiryu being like this very humble but stoic fucking dude who's like got a slight bit of naivete but it's like charming and really he's actually smarter than he looks and then you have yagami this cocky fucking pretty boy son of a bitch Mm -hmm. who's just so fucking full of himself that sometimes you're just like you kind of enjoy when one of the other cast members like uh, of of the ensemble in in the game like kind of put him in his place so like the contrast to that like it's, it's nice but other than that i don't know it's it didn't like quite enthrall me the way i wanted it to enthrall me uh, my next game, another sequel, which surprised me because I actually came into it with low expectations. Yeah, especially when you <laughs> see me, the, which, the emo. Wait, which, 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 which one's this? Which one's this? 
Oh, fucking Devil May Cry yeah, 5. Yeah, yeah, that emo guy, man. I saw that and I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Well, no, that's fucking Nero. From Devil May Cry 4. No, the black-haired guy. That's, oh, uh, that's fucking animals oh V. Yeah. V. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know what's funny? Is he like the I best t- part I'm... of the game? Yeah, oh, dude. shit. I fucking knew it. <laughs> yeah. He, okay. Nero was... I don't know what it was. Like, cause, and I, I felt like I almost needed to go back to Devil May Cry 5 to like... Or not four. 5. I'm sorry. Yeah. 4. To kind of replay. Because I remember Devil May Cry 4 being fast as shit. Yeah. I remember it being super fast, super frenetic, and I don't know what it was, but I feel like they nerfed him mm-hmm. a bit. Even when you start fleshing him out, um, I, Nero does not feel as fast as he like did in his in, in introduction in the previous game. But um, between him and then just uh, later, because essentially the game has three playable characters. It has Nero, then Dante, and... Uh, then V, the new, like, the basically goth John Heater mm-hmm. is who I like to refer to him as. Like, or no, actually, um, no, I take that back. Uh, skinny Adam Driver. Oh, I'm yeah. Go with that. that's, a, that's a decent one. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Skinny Adam Driver. But, like, you know, I don't say, like, Adam Driver. Adam Driver just thick, he's but thick. he's, like, he, T-H-I-C-C. Yeah, he, he's, he's dummy thick. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. We're like just Sarah's face after seeing the word, hearing the word thick, <laughs> buddy. It's okay. Um, but what? as far as like the playstyle, I, I I think I like V the most because he um, you're really his main agency is actually just maneuvering him. All of his attacks and in all of his main actions are all commanded by familiars yeah. that like he dictates, dude. I didn't think that would work well, but it works amazingly well. I actually really, really enjoy um, being able to multitask, like, just aerial maneuvers with the Raven to, like, just moving around and then summoning and even, like, doing coordinated attacks with the the Panther and the Raven. And 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 it's hard to do. It's kind of like a higher-level gameplay. Like, it's not good for casual players, but... Even a lot of fighting games have characters that are like styled like that, like like keep distance, you know, throw out you know something to do the damage, but keep your distance. It's a very defensive style of play, and it could be very difficult to play if you're not up with the mechanics. So I feel like that would be a challenging character to try to get into. But I know but the it rewards one thing people that, I... that play those kinds of games. It gives them something new to try, a different challenge. I, I it's weird because where you say it's challenging, I kind of feel like they he's broken because, because he okay. possesses. Here's the thing that V possessed that, like, it was a nice, refreshing change, but also, like, when you've seen so many character action games, like Bayonetta, mm-hmm. and fucking, I'm, I don't know why, like, Bayonetta's on the tip of my tongue, but I feel like there's another character action game that's, like, recently, like, aside from God of War, God of War actually slowed things down, but, like, a lot of the recent character action games that kind of, like, were inspired by the trend that Devil May Cry started all those years ago from uh, the PS2 is, like, they've gradually evolved the formula while Devil May Cry has actually kind of staunchly kept like they, they barely, it's barely reinvented itself. But one of the things that Devil May Cry has always done that like people applaud it for. And like, I, I feel like if anything kind of shows its age is that it's a very, like it's a very cerebral like action game and where like every action demands like a, a conscious tactic behind it. And that's because 
whatever movement and evasion you do uh, needs to take place of whatever action or combat maneuver you do. You can't you can't fight and dodge at the same time. You have to switch and basically exchange one for the other. Yeah. And a lot of the things too with uh, Devil May Cry is that some actions actually require you to commit to a, a few frames of animation before you can then initiate a next combo or something like that. So literally everything you do is detrimental to how you set it up and, and basically commit with it. And when you're fighting, you don't leave yourself a lot of room for evasion. So like you have to switch off between a lot of it. It makes it a very methodical slow game in comparison to some of the new character action games v on the other hand you can fight and dodge at the same time you're you're literally just like you're frenetic yeah 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 exactly like you send your familiars out and they're doing a lot of the hard work but like you can position at the at the i guess are they attacking with the same kind of strength that you can as your primary attack not necessarily. Yeah, I was thinking, like, like um, yeah, you could still do that. Well, no, gonna... your primary, you you don't have the the prime. Here's how they trade it off: they kill and they drain the damage, but they can't. Or I'm sorry, they damage mm-hmm. and they bring the health down of enemies, but you can't. They can't kill you your enemies. V needs to do gotcha. it. Gotcha. Yeah. But you can set it up in such a way to where you can actually fight everyone at once and bring them down at death's door and then like sonic the hedgehog fucking yeah. zip zap zoom yeah yeah and it, it's so fucking fun like i honestly love like that's the best part of that game and i and i had no idea it's like the dark horse of that whole thing cuz you're coming there for like oh yeah another entry like a dante, dante yeah Nero. cowboy hat all right but like <laughs> and not to say they're competent like it's weird because like the one thing they introduce and it's also why I kind of don't like Nero is they introduce like this new arm mechanic where you just switch off a, du- a bunch of I different like grabbing those in the demo. Yeah, yeah. it's not that great. No. And like some of them and you're spending they, like currency, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. They're moves that involve like a cooldown and they're exhaustive to the point where like if you don't play like it's even so methodical to the point where if you don't manage it right like you're kind of fucked. Depleted, you you yeah. basically limit yourself to your sword, yep. which like the game's never been like that. It's been like that with like the extracurricular like guns, like the shotgun or like the big blowy up guns. But like, no, Dante's always had ebony and ivory, and then fucking um, Nero has the red queen sword and whatever the fuck it's like shooting gun like his equivalent of the gun i he believe he engine. shoots with it the revs up like an engine or something i think yeah, yeah. the the sword gun the sword play is still great uh-huh. like that's great but the arm like what nero had that dante didn't is the fact that you can combine and chain a lot of what you do with the sword between the arm yeah. but the arm doesn't have as many like it still has some chaining but like it's in it's traded for like these new like gun mechanics involving the arm accessories and it's just so dense. It's dense in like a way that isn't interesting or intuitive. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I I got into it a little bit, but like I've been spending all my currency and leveling up the fucking sword cuz like that's what feels a little bit more that's, natural and organic. It's really consistent. Like you never lose the sword, so might as well make that the most powerful thing you have. Yeah. yeah. I I will say too like out of all of the games and like recently too, like as far as the old canon, mm-hmm. um Cause like it, it's still like the tongue in cheek, like sexy bravado, but like it hasn't aged well and still like weirdly like 
I, I think out of all of them, it's got the sol- the most solid story uh, between, like, three's weirdness and then four's, like, also. Like, four was just, like, it is, like, as well as it plays, like, everything explaining it was so phoned in. Even, like, guy, Nero. I like think, or Church Lady or something, I think. In yeah. Four, yeah. But, like, well, just Nero in general. Because uh-huh. Nero would, like, to the point where it was just like, ah, uh, you know, it's like another Dante. He even had a red coat. Fucking whatever, I don't care. Um, whatever. Yeah, but five does a really good job of fleshing out Nero of, of all of them as a character. Wow. In fact, everything like I I would love to talk to you about it if you never have the like desire to go beat it. Like the story is actually neat. I uh, anyway, Devil May Cry Five is actually pretty neat. Yeah. I I would in I would like really encourage you guys to play it. Which is I feel like nobody really played it. It came and then just went. Um, so. I got three more, and I'll try to get through these. Um, I've talked at length about Shenmue 3, um, but I got more into it. I'm still nowhere near the end, but I'm I'm near the more um, larger areas. And I will have to say that it does a lot of things non-Shenmue-like that are, are really awesome, that I feel like really have evolved the series, but the, the series within itself is still very much grounded in the older formula but this would have been higher on my list and probably like at the end of the day i'm going to tell you guys right now i love shinmu 3 but i love it purely for the fact that it's given me more of a world that i've been yearning for for over years like mm-hmm. d- decades um and as far as how it plays there's some neat things that it does and then there's some not so neat things that it does and one of the things that i love the most about the game like the two games prior that like I sorely miss is the combat. The combat here is just so weird. It's different and it's interesting. It's just not that fun. Like it's, it's more of an RPG, which the games always was meant to be very RPG like, but it was, it was an action RPG. This feels more like, like, I don't know how to say it. Um, it feels like a rhythm RPG. If that fucking makes sense. Do you dance? Because Would that be because of like the quick time events or Well the the combat is kinda like quick timey, but not like essentially like okay. Like we've all played Virtual Fighter, right? Because that's yes. Shenmue's engine. You push like a certain combination food uh, moves and then the frames are dynamic in like how you respond. Whereas like say I want to do one of the fame like, okay, um, uh, Kira's like famous like elbow thrust like you do forward hold forward and then punch and then there you go you do it right there on the spot like there's very little delay versus Shenmue 3 you almost dial it in like you're you're like putting in a phone number and you do it as quickly as you possibly can a frame or two later Rio will do it and <clears throat> it's a lot of the combat and the maneuvers are based like that and once you learn these maneuvers the game actually has like sparring sessions that you can undertake with like a lot of the Chinese martial artists or even just friendly martial artists that you meet, which really, again, adds a lot of characterization to the game that um, the previous games didn't have. Well, Shenmue 2 had a lot of characterization. Shenmue 1 was like five characters and a bunch of like, ah, wah. Um, <laughs> so, well, I mean, Shenmue 2 had that there too. That guy's like, your face was asking. I'm there sorry? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the combat, I don't know what it is, man. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, I, I appreciate the RPG-assness of it because once you learn a move, 
um, and then you level it up, you do see its effectiveness versus, like, learning the move and then using it right away in a combat situation. Like, right. you can easily fucking die or get fucked up in Shinmi 3 like that. It's very... And, like, money is a very big deal. I actually wish I kind of did some more research, but I went into the game blind. Um, but, like, there... It, it's weird, because there are herbs that you can pick up, and there all the collectible items for the first time in all the three releases actually have meaning other than like just the aesthetic of collecting something like all the capsule toys you just got and they hung out in your inventory and you're just like, this is cool. And you could just check it out. And that shit's fun. But in Shenmue three, they actually play a purpose. Completing sets will actually be able to be used exclusively at pawn shops. that will like want to buy the set off you, but they will trade it in exclusive moves. You won't get anywhere else. Mm. Uh, side quests will require you to provide a completed set of a capsule series of toys like this kid who needs to get medicine for a sick grandpa and the only way you can do it is if you get the one missing piece which has like an rng like i spent most of my money just getting this one capsule toy but just so that way i can get this one exclusive move after his grandpa who just happened to like know some fucking form of martial art was able to bestow it upon me it still has like that quirkiness of shenmue medicine but yeah, for med- yeah, exactly. <laughs> this little kid, the six-year-old, like, I gotta buy medicine for my grandpa. He's sick. Can you get me the white forklift? Or I don't know. Oh, no, it was the white fishing lure because there are lures. That's another. Shenmue like, three. My, my kid has an incurable disease. Can you please get me the specific NFL helmet from this <laughs> quarter machine, please? Yeah. Can you get me the rare volleyball from the sports ball series? There's so many of those quests, uh, and they're like fun, and it like. It's neat that, like, they serve a purpose versus you, like, you know, I have two hours to kill before I'm supposed to meet this character for this one thing. I'm going to spend some money at the capsule machine. Mm-hmm. Um, where here, like, oh, I actually could try my luck at getting these capsules so I can do some later thing. Like, it has real side quests. A lot of the side quests in the first two Shenmue are literally for th- the sense of accomplishment. Like... In the very first game, you were able to help an old woman, like, find its her, her relative's apartment. And, like, you get some cutscenes and an entry in your notebook. Does it serve a purpose in the game? No. Is there any... It will have literally any impact on you avenging your dead dad? No. It's just garnish. It's there to, like, make the game feel cool. Mm-hmm. Shenmue 3 gives stuff, moments like that, purpose. More importantly, it really focuses on character development specifically on Shenhua, which I really like, and, like, this budding friendship pseudo-romance between Shenhua and Ryo. And then, like, the questions of, like, you know, what about him and Nozomi? So I I really liked it. As far as a game that, like, literally the two of you in front of me should play right now, if you give a shit about the first two games and you remember, like, some of the cool story moments, yeah. Otherwise, No. Like not otherwise, <laughs> no. It's like it. I don't. I don't know. It's it's very much a game that's contingent on you. And like the further I get, the less accomplished I feel. Like I actually feel like I thought I was kind of like putting a close to a chapter. And then no, you Suzuki was just like no, 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 no. I can do Kickstarter again. Just watch. I mean, he there. There's just such a brazen bravery. Of, of, like, the fact I'm like, hey... Because, like... <laughs> there were supposed to be six Shenmue games. Six. Sixteen chapters between the six. 
Then the first one bombed, but they're like, all right, we finished development on the second one. Let's see how well it does. And they bloated the fuck out of the second one. They added more, and they're like, well, let's finish developing. And, like, the first one is, like, the first two chapters. The fucking second one is, like, oh, we got, like, eight chapters worth of shit in this one game. And then I thought, like, okay, let's do that with a third game. Like, let's make this a trilogy. No. No, they did the same shit with the first one. They're like, ah, we're going to give you a taste. And I think that's, I don't know. It made me very upset. But it's still great. And for fan service and everything else, definitely Shenmue 3. Fuck yeah. All right. Moving on. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Holy shit. So, so good. So much better than fucking Sun and Moon. I, and, and for all the neckbeards out there that, like, really... I... <clears throat> For years, we've been asking for downloadable content. For years, like we've been asking for like more value for our money, especially when people felt like they were cheated with Sword and Shield, and then Sword and Shield fucking gives it, and people are pissed. They're like, you're making me spend more money to rebuy content that should have been there? No, there's so, like, Sword and Shield, I'll tell you guys right now, it's different from a traditional Pokemon game. Like it, it doesn't have like any of those insane dungeons, the the caves, like the puzzles. It's light. Like it still has some of those gym puzzles, which it brings back. I'm I'm happy it brought back gyms, by the way, as opposed to those stupid trials from Sun and Moon. Um, but what it returns back, like it it plays on the formula of Mega Evolution, which still to this day I think is the best thing Pokemon's ever done but with Dynamaxing and then the G-Max forms, raids, raids alone, and, like, the events that, I like, Game Freak have organized. all the damn time, yeah. It's kind of like Pokemon Go, yeah? Like, you look forward to that yeah. shit. That's, like, endgame stuff that you want to do, yeah. But, like, it, but it's but not it endgame, makes right? it... You can do it just, like, throughout the, like, course yes. of the game. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. We, dude, we spent, like, all right, I'll tell you this. I nearly completed the Pokedex before challenging the champion. Mm-hmm. And I and like the reason and like I'm pretty certain that like aside from like the three like di- like the one of the starters and then the legendary and then like a few others, I can literally complete the rest with Val just via trade, mm-hmm. because that's how many like uh, like differences I got with the raids and like being able to do the encounters, the wild area, all that made it super fun. I really don't understand the stigma or like just the fact that like people were we're over 900 Pokemon. There's like if you want to really like flesh this out, especially make it a generation that like really gives you bang for your buck. The <coughs> excuse me, the long game that Game Freak is playing is the most sensible and the most consumer friendly versus like a, a worthless sequel or third version that like I really don't want to put the time and effort into. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. So, Pokemon Sword and Shield, I, I think, is the best entry that's come out in years. And I, I don't understand the Sigma. And I can... I It breaks my heart, yeah. kind of, like, that this game has not gotten... Is it like, just because the, of the one thing people wanted that they didn't get that they're, like, really upset about? Or is there something else that people are complaining about? I think people just expect different things out of Pokemon at this moment. Sure. Like, I think the last, like, real, like... Hor- like hardcore old school Pokemon experience may have been like the black and white games, maybe even X and Y, but like the really like bloated, like crazy, like trekking and stuff like that. Like 
I, I don't know if people really dig like the the streamlining of Pokemon to the point where like they almost streamline because like at this moment, Sword and Shield, you don't have to worry about breeding for the perfect natures or breeding for the perfect IVs. Hell, all the out of the six available traits where you can get perfect IVs in, um, out of the six, when you get a raid Pokemon, four of them are already guaranteed to be perfect. So you're already getting a very high IV Pokemon. Yeah. So in terms of like playing Pokemon just competitively, it is the most focused and probably the most well-rounded po- like game out of all of them. But there's also a lot of broken Pokemon already in it that they're kind of working and balancing. But it, I don't know. It's honestly it's got some of the more exciting features in like even the Galarian thing is pretty neat. And I'm like I'm liking that like you know we're seeing new like the DLC teased Galarian legendary birds and other stuff. I, I honestly like the direction that Pokemon is going in and sword and shield is, it, it is so much better than what we got. Like, I really feel like whatever sun and moon was trying to be, which is weird. It, I've never seen like an iteration that was so self-indulgent on its region, like trying to make it. And like, I guess I don't know if it was commentary on fucking, uh, Hawaii within itself, but like I, I don't know, man. I don't even remember the name of whatever the region it was supposed to be, but like, oh, Alola, Alola, yeah, yeah. But like, I liked, I, I, I did like Sun and Moon. I did. Um, I just kind of wish that you know Pokemon wasn't so expensive now. Uh, it's 160 Canadian dollars to get the two. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of even a bit with much. the set. What's that? They, it comes out with a set that cuts twenty bucks off. No. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> got a here. set. No, no, the set. The set is just up. as expensive as buying the two. What? You might you might get a little extra like Pokeballs or some dumb thing. Zero discount. No, it was the same got... thing with like Sun and Moon was a hundred bucks for us as a, as a set, and we got like two hundred Pokeballs. Whoopee. Um, the set came with uh, Jangamo and Larvitar, but and we also it, saved yeah. twenty bucks. Yeah. Well, maybe for you, but again, yeah, up here it was, it, it literally was 160, 159.99. That's weird. So don't buy both. Oh, yeah, you guys don't buy both of them. Just buy one of them. Obviously, just buy Shield, guys. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I, I'm dude, not keen on paying $80 for fetch. what should be 40 as mm. Shield's got to have that Pokemon that fucks, and unfortunately it doesn't. That was like the one thing I was so stoked when Val, because I got Shield, <laughs> Val traded it over immediately. I had to get. I had to get my sassy fucking boy. Yeah. Um, Nasty boy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's expensive, but like, I don't know. It, it's just weird. Cause the experience to me is no longer about the regions anymore. Like the, aesthetically it's about the regions. And like, I, I think what I really liked about Galar, especially with the fact that like, there's a lot, it, there's so much it could have done culturally with it too. And it didn't. It it put all the emphasis into the play mechanics. Like, granted, you can say that, like, all oh, the trials and the kahunas from Sun and Moon. It was, dude, it was just so obnoxious. I could not... I don't think I've ever not come back to a game, like, post-game of Pokemon so hard. Or, like, I put down a game so fucking hard. Like, the Ultra Beasts, another... Like, everything about it just feels weird and chintzy. So, I, I really like that they kind of went in a different direction. We're like, hey... 
like Mega Evolutions ruined our game competitively, and that's why we had to scale back on that. But what if we did something like that differently that only lasted for three turns and was pretty fucking cool and then everybody can get a chance on? Like, and they turned it into something that was really cool for both battling and for rating. Like, rating, like, rating alone is probably the best thing that's happened to Pokemon that's in years. That's a new thing, like, right? That's not been done in a game yeah. before. Okay, yeah. It's never been done in a game before. I mean, aside from Go, which is in something sure. Game Freak Does, related. Yeah. Like, even then, I, like, I'm in a group right now that constantly schedules, like, raids and they're like, okay, I've encountered this. I'll send a picture. I'm like, who's all down? Um... Granted, the friend system, I wish, was a little bit more refined, because it's not. And even, like, there are times where even Val and I are right next to each other, and it won't pick up. Even when one started the raid, like, you would think the notification would start. Be like, hey, like, come on, join my raid. And the game's not, like, we've kind of discovered that we can't trade unless she beats the champion, because I just, like, finally got to that Mm -hmm. point. And, like, I'm waiting on her to do that, and, like, we've kind of taken a break from the game. But, no, dude, it's... It's great. It's the most fun I've had with Pokemon in some time. And, like, I put down Pokemon really hard, like, when Black and White came out. And then I haven't felt that rush since X and Y. And then I was really stoked on getting back into it. And then Pokemon died back on me again. Even in Go. I haven't I haven't turned on Go in, God, like, the last month and a half. Mm-hmm. I missed all the Community Day shit that just went on. Yeah, so, I got, I got I a nice know. chinchilla. <laughs> It was. The last Jesus. one was a chinchilla. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't... Was it? No, it was... Um, it was, Min- was Piplup. Oh, Minchino was the last community yeah, day? Yeah, that was like a week ago. Yeah. Oh, fuck. See, I didn't even know that. I didn't even fucking know that. Like, I just got Professor Willow over here bitching at me about research that's like, make it fucking easier, Willow. Oh, God. How about yeah, that? Yeah, it sucks. That's the hardest part of that fucking game right now. Um, but anyway, the last game, and, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I, I'll, I'll try to be brief, just because, you know, I, I feel like, I don't know, I haven't gotten a chance to really talk about it, but my favorite game, probably the best game for me, hands down, for uh, 2019, Outer Worlds. I, I don't know, man. I, the, Fallout 3 is, like, a big deal to me. I love Fallout 3. And then every subsequent Fallout thereafter has been, like, <laughs> like, just p- p- poopy. It, I I don't know. I even Fallout Four is just like, uh, you're like still, and Ian, you're also still kind of broken. Um, but Vegas, Vegas, it's funny. People love Vegas, and like, I I want to replay Vegas. Maybe, hopefully, not have such a broken experience with it, like I did like my first play through. Um, but man, man, oh man, is Outer Worlds just a breath of fresh air to like literally all of those tropes, but like just done in such a neat in just an amazingly intriguing way. Like, every single character, like, has a personality that just fucking sticks with you. And, like, I love... I, I think what it is is the commentary and, like, just the fact that it, it it's so anti-capitalist and how relevant that just is to our very real everyday lives is what really fucking speaks to me. But, like, the play mechanics and the fact that, like, it does, like... Like, okay, Pokemon Sun and Moon... I think I hate that region the most just because of the way it separates islands and it, like, makes everything feel so, like, broken and just, like, sparse in, like, such a weird and unintuitive way. Um, Take that design philosophy for Outer Worlds, but, like, an open-world gameplay a la Fallout and apply it the way a la Fallout World, or, I'm sorry, uh, Outer Worlds does, 
and it it's fucking poetry. Like I love like these giant massive areas that are actually like they're still pretty self-contained, but still feel massive and still feel easy to navigate through without feeling overwhelmed. I hop in my ship, I move on, I'm able to do what I need to do. Like it like the way Mass Effect essentially handles it. I was gonna say the exact same thing. Like you feel like it's bigger than what it really is, but it's it's very confined. It, 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 it's done so beautifully. Yeah. Like the illusion, the illusion of it all yeah. feels so mm-hmm. fucking great. And cities, like I've never I've never like really like it's very rare for like certain cities. like like certain places will always stick with you, like Sondoria and Final Fantasy Eleven, or fucking like uh, God, even like the Citadel in Mass Effect, though it's still forgettable no matter how many times I've replayed it. Mm-hmm. Like that being the exact opposite. I've never found like so many different hub areas or villages where like as I spend time and, in- and ingratiate myself with the natives. M- mine is the Tower in kind- Destiny right now. <laughs> That'd be my number one for sure. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I. I've never felt like just so in tune and so immersed in a world and like just I don't know man I feel like this game did not get the publicity that it deserves it's it's just weird I just feel it, like it was it, so out also- of like it just was unexpected like it was not promoted very well and it just ended up getting this buzz you know and also I got to say it definitely didn't help the fact that I got Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds confused all the goddamn time. Yes, dude, all that's what, just what I was about time. to say. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that they came out so, so close. close with one yeah. another. <laughs> it sucks. And honestly, like no one mentioned Outer Wilds, and that was also a supposedly amazing game for 2019 that I didn't get a chance to play, but I heard a lot of great things about that game, but it was just not on anyone's list. Just I think because Outer Worlds it, kind it, of out, like, it outshadowed it. You know, like it kind of like, I think, you know jump ahead of it i think the thing with 2019 that makes it so difficult is there there are a lot of solid games but nothing like earth shattering like like all right fucking uh, mario odyssey came out and like granted i like have my feelings about mario odyssey like it's good but like that fucking blew people away breath of the wild blew people away smash ultimate Mm -hmm. and granted i know i'm naming nintendo games but like god of war god of war was fucking like insane Uh, like there were there were these like killer apps, at least one. I I can't say the same about 2019. Like even then, like I I really really like Control. Can't say that it was amazing, dude. Fucking Indivisible came out last I year. Know. I was waiting for that game for I years, know, and, and like it's, and it's on Games it. Pass, by the way. Yeah, I, play, I, What's I played. What's I didn't play a super long amount of that, but I played enough of it to be like, oh, I like this. This is fun. Yeah, yeah there there was a lot of solid games, but there hasn't been like something that was just like. Oh, like in your face with like it, like it was on every like on the tip of everyone's tongue. And I love that you said I, that. I don't think there was a game that had that mind. I share think there was one game like that in 2019. That I'm glad you kind of mentioned that and kind of phrased it like that because there was a game like that for sure in my book. But I'll, I'll get to it here in a minute. Well, I'm actually done. Okay. I Outer Wilds like I because the thing about it though that it takes so many familiar things. And it makes it feel so fresh mm-hmm. and new. Like, but the the way it does characterization, like I've never really enjoyed such a fantasy world like I have with Otter Worlds. It, like, just from what I kind of heard, it sounded like a British style of humor to me. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that 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 no, not at all. It felt no, to me like it's that. very like Bethesda. Like, I I would say shades of Bethesda in terms like it's very it's witty, but not to the point where it goes over your head. It's just. It's so fucking anti-capitalist. Like, that's the thing. Like, 
I, I think that's the one thing I'll go like I'll have against it is like if if like the way it's fun to be Paragon or Renegade um, in in certain uh, play types. Like if you are like and it's so funny because I've been singing and plotting these games, but I can't remember like the antagonistic entity, mm -hmm. uh, the corporation. But like you can be for the corporation or against the corporation. And I've never I have yet to see anybody be a fucking bootlicking piece of shit and like like sell themselves to the corporation like it's so fun to be anti-capitalist especially when it like you know there's that it gives you that sort of like hope that you don't really have in times where like the fucking as we speak the dnc is tearing itself apart just to prevent sanders from fucking making any real headway because like that ideal is still like they're fucking idiots out there. They're real-life bootlickers who will tweet stupid shit just like, oh, Sanders has his way, and then people will be taking ambulances like taxi rides. Fuck you. Like, and, and yet you have this game where you can really just, like, live out that, like, sort of communal rebellion that, like, for the betterment of the fucking people and not for the 1%. Like, it does that so well. And in terms of a party system and, and companions that actually contribute, especially for, like, all of the socializing and aspects involved with, like, bringing people to that sort of cause, I don't now, know. Now, I, let, me, let me play devil's advocate on this. You can play it that other way, right? You yeah. You can probably play the other way where you're like, fuck the people, I'm getting paid. Like, like, yes. like, kind of at the get-go, too. Like, you make that decision kind of early on from what I heard, and it's like... Well, but you don't get paid. Well, I'm what just saying, like, you can, is, you can like, like, yeah, like, like, kind of, like, turn on the people and... It feels like the rat race that we face sure. in our day yeah, jobs, yeah, yeah. where we, like, fucking schmooze just so that way, like, we can get some menial favor that, like, we... That the 1% makes it feel like such a big deal, sure. but it still puts you on top of everyone below you. Yeah, yeah. Like it does like that. That's the one thing that I think I'll put against it is like I don't know. Me personally, I don't like the idea of the like the renegade, the be bad because it just it doesn't feel good. I like kind of playing thing. I like putting myself in positions that feel good with like my my sort of character mm -hmm. alignment. But like here, I can't imagine anyone. Like I w I would judge you. I would judge anyone that would just play on that side. Like I would eventually you'd have to just to see that different aspect of the mm -hmm. game. But like I don't know. I kind of applaud. It's weird. I, I, I don't want to spend too much time, but, like, I I loved, I loved every second that I put in Outer Worlds. Like, it has a bit of a slow go into it, but then it really took off for me. And that's it. Those are my top five. Nice. this mind share so, game i want to okay so i feel like for about a week <coughs> everyone on fucking social media and a lot of people were talking about this game called untitled goose game do you remember that like couple of days on social media where people were talking the shit about that game like people that I, never fucking played a video game ever were like what the fuck is this game about like i just felt like it was one of those moments where like it blurred the lines blurred for a moment where like people were like super into this game and then people that don't play games were like 
what is this? Like, like I'm hearing about this. Like, it just it created that conversation, kind of like how Pokemon Go did when it first came out, where people were like playing it that never played games on their phones. They're all out and about talking about it, interacting about it, and just for those few days, people were talking about that game. And I think it was just a, a cool experience to see that happening. And it just got that buzz going about it, you know, that you don't get from any kind of marketing. It's just a word-of-mouth situation. Um, and I felt that's kind of what that game really was ultimately all about, was starting the conversation. And like you and I, we had a, 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 yeah, a, a we... decent conversation about the game initially when it came out. And I still think about that. I still think about my moments of 2019. And my top five will reflect that. My top five is not going to be very in-depth because a lot of these games I played a little bit. But I'll be honest. My whole year was playing fucking Breath of the Wild. Like, I'm not joking. That's all I did this year was play and beat Breath of the Wild, and it was the most accomplished I've felt in a long time playing a game. Um, so a lot of these games I played a decent amount, but not a enough to really have a lot to discuss about it. But for that moment, when you and I had that conversation about Untitled Goose Game, I had so much fucking fun just talking about the different ways to come at a situation and the different outcomes. Um, so for me, honestly, that's my game. That would be my top pick. I'm not going to go in an order, but that is my top game was Untitled Goose Game for sure. Because it just it, it, I, it I was that, just surprised with how many different ways you can you get it get to, time. like... What's that? Yeah, I was surprised with how many different ways you can, like, totally engineer. And, and you never like, know it, until you actually do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, you know, I played a lot of Switch games, you know, this year. Like I said, Breath of the Wild was the main one, but I, I played primarily Switch games. And that one for me was like a no-brainer. Like I bought it the day it came out, enjoyed a lot of it. I've still not played through all of it, but uh, thoroughly enjoyed all the time I have played it thus far. And I just love having those conversations with other people that played it. Um, and it's a very approachable game. You know, it's intuitive. It rewards just thinking outside of the box in a lot of the situations. Like it's very customizable to how you want to play it. You know, there's things and little quirks that you just don't really know until you try it and see if it works. Um, so really easy, fun, pick-up-play game. Like, there's no real... There is challenge to it, but it's not It's not a difficult game. It's not a, um, a demanding game by any means, I don't think. Um, and I think that's something that is really... It really works well on the Switch. I'm glad to see it came out on other platforms. I think the PS4 version just came out, if I'm not mistaken. And I know Xbox has it on Game Pass now, but um, yeah, to have it on Switch was was honestly probably one of the best games to come out for that platform. I think personally. Yeah i I feel like it it, it it's still coming up every now and again. Mm-hmm. Like there's some people that are already like kind of having their fun and breaking the game. Like somebody, it took like somebody twenty minutes to literally like steal every single <laughs> item that they could in the game and bring it back to their yep. pond. And there's like literally no reward in it. It's just, just like it. the act just of thievery it. and a lot, 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 lot of sandbox I, stuff going on in that game for sure. Yeah. I kind of miss that. Like, you know, the fact that kind of you had that Minecraft moment where it's just the agency within itself is reward. Um, for sure. Not a lot of games really do that, uh, especially with that kind of depth that, uh, untitled goose game surprisingly has. I just, I feel like at some point there's like, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm waiting for it and I'm surprised it hasn't already come up. It's either going to be a sequel or downloadable content. I feel like the only way to really like, it's funny that you mentioned how communal that game mm-hmm. is, 
I'm waiting for like a multiplayer oh, aspect God. to be thrown yeah. in where Just like geese a, being dicks like the whole untitled time. geese yeah. game. Yeah, I like it. Untitled like, geese game. Yeah, for sure. That's that's like that's marketing 101, man. Of course you have to do that. But like I really want like I would love for like puzzles that involve like distracting like an innocent citizen and then like another goose like goes and does it or like I don't know I could totally imagine the hijinks there because like otherwise like formula is already near peak but Mm -hmm. I do like it it's funny I I was thinking about putting it in my list as well but I'm like uh like I had my fun with it and then it didn't last so I feel like the only way I could really have fun with it is if uh it kind of evolved itself from there because there's only so much sure right absolutely um and then briefly, I can just go through the other games in my list. Like I said, I didn't play a lot of these to a, a, a very uh, long degree of time, but I kind of will just briefly talk about why I thought they were my games of last year. Uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, obviously multiple game of the year winner already in its own right. Uh, for me, and it, it's so weird it, it was approachable too, for I... me because it was like the Souls-esque game that I could actually play and feel competent in playing. Whereas other games in that genre, I always had difficulty really trying to grasp. And I felt like this was the first time where I could actually understand the mechanics of the gameplay. Um, I don't know if it was just games I had played prior to it kind of helped me get more used to and accommodating to that style of play. But it was the first one of that genre and the the first From Software game that I could really feel like, I kind of get what I'm doing here. I kind of understand the the concepts here. Um. I'm I'm kind of curious. I want to ask: Did you has anyone like kind of kept an eye out on AGDQ this year for 2020? Aside from like, I remember we were talking about Mushihime Sana. Did you see Sekiro getting fucking sped no, around? No, no, I did not. Dude, it is really. It it was dude. It was like an hour. They beat the whole fucking oh game God. and they did it all in one shot. But like they broke the game. Yeah, though. yeah. Like there's apparently like a weird jump that you can do in one spot where once you do it you break the whole giant world map and you can air Just swim zoom. yeah yeah and but like it kind of showed off more of the game and it like convinced me i want to go back and play yeah. it it's weird that you say it's the most accessible because to me weirdly enough if i were to look at all the games like as a whole i would say bloodborne is the most and accessible it, it very well may be um now that i could go back to that i might i might get more into it honestly i just i was always so daunted by playing uh those types of games i guess bloodborne was kind of in the same vein um and i just really liked the aesthetic i liked the the theme uh, of sekiro i guess just coming more from that you know samurai i will definitely yeah kind of style i do enjoy the aesthetic and all that the only thing that like kind of still like it makes me want to start the game over and over because i don't know like just how much because i know how those games play is that like the ever looming anxiety of like dying and then being reborn mm-hmm. and then like bringing the dragon rot around you like and the fact that like it can it can physically affect like shopping opportunities let alone like NPCs that you off think if you have ma- that yeah for sure right and like I mean the previous games punish you in a way but like it was very subtle this one like it remind it like flaunts your failures in your face and like that i think that's what kind of like kept me from like going the distance mm-hmm. which then it kind of like that's what really brought about that argument of gatekeeping and difficulty in games cuz like then there was that article where like oh i played sekiro with all the fucking cheats on it was the best 
And then like that that infamous tweet where like you cheated not only the game but yourself, and yeah. it like brought that fucking conversation to light. And like you know, I appreciate that like we had the conversation, but kind of also didn't. Like I don't know, I kind of hate. I I hate how people like really want to just fucking backseat the way games are played. Cause like yeah, there's. It's weird, man. There's a wrong way to play a game, I guess. But at the same time, like, if you're having fun, fuck yep, it. Like, you. Absolutely. Yeah, like, 15 years ago, like, I would make fun of people who would, just, like, do this when they're playing. Like, just, like, physically move or shift or gyrate their body in motion with what they're doing. And I'm like, I think back at that now, and I feel like such an asshole. Like, you know what, man? Like, they were having yeah, fun. Yeah, well, yeah. who the fuck Ain't am I? Exactly. Absolutely. And, like, dude... At this point, like, you know, someone's playing it. Like, Sekiro is on their mind. And for all we know, like, it it could be a instead of a something gate-kept, gateway. Like, all right, I played it this way. Now let's see what happens when, like, I play it, like, with the intended settings. Which may, may like, very well be what Sekiro is for me. If I go back and play Bloodborne now, knowing what I know, absolutely. I think it's just it, it's a good way to get people introduced into that genre that may have been, like, for me, it was just... I, I put it off because like I know these games are hard. I know that, and I just don't want to. I don't want to even tempt it. But there was enough of that theme and enough of that story that kind of captured me. And I was like, I kind of want to at least try, and that's what got my foot in the door. Oh, yeah. At least Wolf. trying. Yeah, no, I I enjoy it. It's it's weird that that game definitely like climbed into the echelon of everybody's mm-hmm. top game, even the like the VGAs. Yeah, like I was sure. very. I was a little blown away that that's what walked away with it, but mm-hmm. like it's it's got a lot going on for its merit. It's just it's so I don't know. I feel like the stigma of like how it played because at the same time like there's like a machismo like there's a bravado around those games, which is like I can see like why Sarah doesn't like those games anymore because like he was super like he's the one that got me into Demon Souls. Souls. Yeah. He's the one that yeah. like talked to me about it, and then and like now off. he's just like man, fuck those games. Everybody like. <laughs> Which I don't even know how you encounter still with shoot 'em ups, and I know you're very humble. And like, Sarah's fucking very modest. Like that dude is so like he can dissect and break down a like any shoot 'em up like that. Like just like at first impression, and like you really don't give yourself enough credit for playing those games. Those games are very hard to fucking play. Yes, they are. But like, Extremely but sad. there's also like this. I don't know, man. I don't like the 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 stigma and the culture of like. Like it's it's cool to like one cc something, but like just because you didn't one cc something didn't mean you didn't fucking beat it. Like I hate that mm. shit. I hate that shit. Oh, like you quarter fed it? Fuck you, new. Like dude, what? Like my quarter feeding probably fueled and and stimulated that economy for those games to even come out. So yeah, glad I paid for it. You know. Um. Yeah. I just. Yeah, I hear you for sure. But hopefully that will. I'm not gonna say that it's like you know, a necessity to beat a shoot 'em up. But it's definitely a goal to strive towards. Absolutely. Because, like, when when I see other publications saying, "Oh, this game's only twenty five minutes long," they're sort of defeating. They're they're sort of missing the entire on point. one playthrough, which you don't play those games to play through once and be done. No, no, no. obviously. Especially when no. you buy them for like six hundred dollars, like we did with Hyperduel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I okay. The moment we finish recording, I really want to talk to you about. It. I'm excited, but like I don't know. I, I get to talk to my friend. <laughs> I immediately Wait, you, put it on the shelf. Yeah, fucking okay. fuck. All right, hold on. Yeah. I we don't. I don't want to steer Andrews too. But like, it's that Strider two argument where everybody like shat on Strider two for being too easy and too short. I'm like, 
That's because it has unlimited continues. I mean, you can if you want to really extend the length out of it, like play it the way it kind of like I don't know. It, you have your ways to play it, but just because like you have your way of playing it doesn't mean you should shit on it. Like like the 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 game's multifaceted, and and that's yeah. the way we should really approach all games. But I digress. And yes. your next pick. Um, in the same vein of the approachable Souls esque games, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I'm which I really want to check super, out. I'm super pumped that's doing so well uh, sales wise. It's been really big for EA and for Respawn. I'm sad we probably won't ever see a Titanfall game again. That really kind of breaks my heart, but I'm glad to at least know that they went from that to a game that did well commercially. Um, you know, obviously they have Apex, and now they have this. Um, it, it, it's a cool game. It really is. I think it's one of the better Star Wars games, obviously, um, but it does have those Soul-esque mechanics, but they're a lot more approachable. But the combat's fun, fluid. Uh, you feel like a badass with a lightsaber, you know? There's not much more to say other than it's really well done. And... Um, you know, I always knew Respawn had it in them to make a game like that. I'm just glad now more people are seeing that and they are experiencing that because not a lot of people played the Titanfall games and they're probably my favorite series of shooters. So I'm just happy it's doing well. I'm sad that, you know, they had to sacrifice Titanfall to get to that that evolution of game for them as a company. But uh, I've really enjoyed what I've played so far. And it is, it's in its own way, it is pretty tough, but it, it's still probably more approachable than some other games like it but I, I i really dug it so if you've not had a chance to play it yet you should definitely check it out um it goes on sale pretty often nowadays but i yeah i definitely like can't can't red box it like, unfortunately with, anymore but maybe yeah <laughs> yeah god I damn know. it um so i like that one a lot i was glad that did well um another one that i played briefly but i kind of enjoyed and i'm always been kind of a fan of this franchise gears 5 which they dropped the war. Dude. They dropped the of war. Um, yeah, which was a little weird, but I'm excited to talk to you about yeah, this. Yeah, I, I, well, you know, and just coming from the standpoint of the, the story, I thought the story was a lot more not as one-dimensional <laughs> as that series no. has been. And I don't necessarily know if it's because they had to focus on a female protagonist to do it. But if that's what got them there, that's fine. I don't necessarily think that's what... They have to, you know, I I, I, I kind of was hoping that they would, and, and in a weird way, you kind of mentioned in Devil May Cry 5, they fleshed out Nero more in 5. I kind of felt like they fleshed out right. JD a lot more in Gears 5. Yeah, they they made him more of the asshole prick that he and, was, yeah, and, and, they, and they didn't, they couldn't do that in 4, you know, because he was the main protagonist. So, yeah, he is kind of a prick, and they do make him a lot more than just Marcus's son, you know, in, in that game. Um, he's kind of defined as his own person, you know, and, and I think that, yeah, I think the story was really well done. Uh, from what I played it thus far, I've not beaten it, but I've you know played a decent amount of it. And wait till you get near gotcha. the end, dude. Like, I, the, I can imagine. Like I, it, I think if as, as of all the Gears games, I think it it takes a lot of brave. And, and maybe going more into her I, origin, just the origins of everything going on, kind of in the background that was teased in four. Getting into the depth of that in right. five, absolutely, and I think it does flesh out that universe. And it's not like they're forcing themselves to put this in the story to make sense of it all. Like it's fleshing that whole thing out more, that whole backstory, which is nice. Um, I think yeah. what I really liked about it, um, like okay, so Uncharted Four, like they when they first tease that there'd be uh, like choices mm -hmm. that you can make and dialogue options. I was really excited about it, only for, again, like much like within Shenmue, 
uh, the earlier Shenmue's. It was mo- mostly garnish. It was just there just for fan sure. service more than anything else. Where Gears 5 does have that approach, as minimum as it is, except they, they really had, like, it's evocative. There's there's impact behind yeah. it. Like, it does change, like, significantly an aspect of what you do in the game. And unlike all the other ones, which felt like a, a running gun, like, point A to point B, for the first time ever, like, they have these, like, open world light like designs to the overworld that that you can like take advantage of and like really flesh out like i there's so much mileage in in certain areas that i thought that then they they pay in back with like additional exposition especially when you kind of have like this next generation like something that i think the the halo uh like 505 has had some difficulty doing with halo as far as like halo 4 and 5 where they're trying to like or 343. Yeah, yeah. Why did I say 505? That's a publisher. I meant 343. Yeah, yeah. Apologies. Okay. Um, but yeah, they've had difficulty in kind of like making you like care about this new threat with the, the uh, pro... Was it the Prometheans? Yeah. In the newer Halos? I yes. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, it's the Prometheans and then like still trying to like at the same time like do everything they can to like keep other aspects still relevant and do what they can. Like, and granted there's characterization though. It's focus on like chief and Cortana, but like here in five, not only have they've given other characters a moment to shine, they've also like really established and developed everyone mm-hmm. else. Like the, like gears for the first time doesn't feel like this, like smash cast focused, of like action but heroes, focus on one but, main like, protagonist and like focus on yeah, one entity. It, yeah. there's a focus on like the world Mm -hmm. like i don't think there's been something like that since three like three was really brave too in like how it like kind of like it was less dude bro and more like like shit is fucked and like i'm mentally scarred and granted it wasn't like it still could have like it had room to be tasteful but like five does a really good job especially with like the trauma and anxiety that comes from like the previous events so yeah i was really and again Another game that like hardly anyone talked about. Like it, it really, it, like it almost kind of makes me worry that Gears doesn't have like a viable future. Well, and Rod Ferguson just left. He just left Coalition to go to I think Blizzard to make Diablo, and he was kind of like yeah. one of the last driving forces of that that developer. In my opinion, they brought him back to do Gears. Um, so that's an unfortunate thing to see him go, and it kind of makes me wonder about what the future of that is. But I will say it was definitely like a really good selling point for Game Pass, like the reason why I kept it. Oh and, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Like that was a big driving force for that service, in my opinion. And I, I, I almost wonder like if that's what's affected like the commercial success of it. Like, yeah, because you can go out and buy it if you can just pay, you know, ten bucks a month. Yeah, because critically, it. I think it it did really well. I'm pretty like, sure it did favored. better than four, which is is definitely a oh, sign yeah. in the right direction for sure. But, like, before was, like, I don't know. Four was more in the conversation than five ever was. But, like, I don't I don't remember, what, like, what came out, like, near the tail end of 2019. I can't exactly remember. I don't know. They're, like, 2019 was kind of, like, it was a bit of a blur. Like, and even then, like, it, kill, it still kind of, like, freaks me out. Like, Kingdom Hearts 3 dropped. It did. Yeah. And, like, and it just... 
Yep. Game, well, it's kind of like the, you <laughs> talked about with Shenmue. Like, if you haven't invested and played the other games in those series, three is going to fall on kind of deaf ears unless you've been so invested. Yeah, I don't even know how three like yeah, three, th- three was just viable. had to happen. It had to come out. So, like, if you were invested in that that lineup of games, then you're excited about three just because it's the culmination of that weight. You know, kind of spoke to the desperation of Microsoft too, because like they really wanted to get their hands on like having that available on their platform. And yet, the compilation of all the other games that like help make through relevant, right. Sony still strangles the rights yeah. on. So like, you can't get into most the, like, people yeah, are you pl- can't get into the stuff to like go up into the three. Yeah. No, and three is very, very dependent. I like it, it is so de- no, dude. Like, I can't imagine. Do not play three if you've literally played. <laughs> You're gonna be none so fucked. <laughs> you can't even play the first two. You have to play. All that like all of, over them, two all of them have yeah chain of yes, memories yes dude they all like they, they literally are they're all relevant it makes God. me so like whenever i hear somebody say like oh you know i'm like kind of do or literally like 10 to 15 minutes at a time in certain areas of the game will you're make gonna, you're gonna fucking be, yeah, lost no fuck. sense um and then lastly um this kind of for me was really exciting because i'm obviously and i think everyone here big snk fans um like neo geo stuff uh the samurai showdown uh, it wouldn't be like a re-release. I guess it was what six considered six in the chronological yeah, six. Uh, number of things. But Samurai Showdown, it, it's cool because fighting games tend to get so flashy and so complex with its mechanics that it was cool to see a return to just like an old school style of fighting game. Like when this got played at Evo, um, you saw a lot of these old school players coming out of the. I, I kind of like out of the woodwork, like all these old school players. Like I think, um, God, what's his name? Uh, he's a California player. I am not familiar oh, with the same show. Scene. Um, I'm barely familiar with KOF, like in terms of like Evo players. Yeah, like, um, but he was a big Street Fighter player. Weird... He, he's he's an older gentleman, but he Dango. Not, not, no, but, but there were players like his caliber playing uh, uh, Samurai Showdown at Evo. And, and placing in, like, top eight um, because it's a very, like, defensive-style game, a lot of poking. You know, it's not really made about the offensive game, which a lot of fighting games are. And it's just kind of a return to an older style because in Street Fighter Two and games like that, you weren't really ever playing that game offensively. It was all about the defense. It was all about trying to anti- oh, dude, it's all about the turtling. Anti- anticipate the what they're going to do and counter, and that's what it's been always about. It's all you had at your disposal. So to see that kind of return with Samurai Showdown was really exciting. And, and the game has been doing pretty well in Evo and other tournaments in terms of numbers and registration. Um, I mean, it's got a season pass, which, like, I don't even think KOF had. KOF just recently came out with, like, a 14 release, Yeah, right? in the last several years. There, were, there was, like, a character pack kind of a thing that, that had a few characters, because I think that had... Um, Rock Howard, I think, was, like, a DLC character for 14, yeah. and there's some other ones from, oh, that, yeah. from that universe. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I think it's been doing very well and seems to be doing well in terms of signups for tournaments. Um, but I, I, I like the direction that SNK is going and I hope they continue it because obviously we've not had or seen a lot from that company as a developer other than King of Fighters 14 and those Neo Geo like mini things that came out that I still need to get. Which haven't been great. I know, but I still want to buy one. 
at some point. I like mine. I, I I will buy it if it gets maybe a little bit cheaper. I'm just waiting for it to go down to like PS classic prices, and then I'll get one. It, it's got should... all the metal slugs on it. That's yeah, all of course, I care yeah. About. It's worth. Y'all should just get a fucking Omega, and then get a Neo SD. I want that fucking uh fucking X that you're that you're rocking. That's what I really want. Is it? Oh, the Neo Geo yeah, X. That's what I really want. But fuck, you can find that shit. God damn. Yeah, I don't. I know. I didn't realize it because, like, what's funny is I got that for review for Retro Gaming Can't Magazine. Find the fuck out of that thing. Man. Um, it sucks. No, dude. And like, I'm still trying to jailbreak it. But like, the thing I hate is that it, like, it has force stretched. Yeah, it. Like, yeah, you cannot, you cannot play, play that shit it on a fucking like TV. Well, no, I I have it like here on the on the back CRT, like with my other classic uh-huh. systems, but like. It doesn't have. You can only do four by three when you're playing it on the portable. The moment you dock it, it goes that. It's yeah, stretched, no matter what. Mm. Which is fucking stupid. So. Like I, I kind of wish I can. I'm surprised that there wasn't like a firmware developed, something, like some like fan made it something yeah. to like fix it. But yeah, no, it's it. I'm I'm happy I have it. Like just alone. If anything, the what the Neo Geo X did do is it gave everybody the chance to like mod the fuck out of the controllers because the controllers are pretty much identical nice um but i uh, overall for my five so i'm picking uh yeah until goose game is my my top one so yeah no my my top is outer worlds untitled goose game and then i cannot pronounce yours sir i uh, for the life of me i I have it there was a gun in my head there's a lot of exclamation (laughs) oshiberi harijo gikyori Hoshio Oberi Oshiberi Oshiberi Chatting Horijo Shed Horijo Geki Chatting I'm going there in like months. Like I don't fucking Exclamation mark. I can't do Exclamation mark. Yeah. Uh Omariwa Jojides. What's the translation? Watashi no Omariwa Jojides. I just need to like. I guess I really just need to learn to like. Can you please speak into my phone? Yeah, and then just Google like, Translate really that shit, rely man. on Google. All you need to do is hold it up and say "Onegaishimasu," and they should do it. Mm. Yeah, that'll go really well over a guy. I gotta, I gotta like definitely de- like apply some more humility if I do go there. Well, I mean, we are going there, but like definitely. Anyway, um. I think that would mark the end of Golden Zonkey's 2019. I kind of really like this focused format a little bit more, but man, it's it's weird. Like this is probably like Is it weird to say it's my least excited one? Like, ah, oh, like this is neat, but like I wasn't blown away. Anyway, I mean, we'll talk about that in episode end. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys just listened to part one of the Golden Zonkeys for the year 2019. Um, if you guys like what you listen to, you can definitely go ahead and give us a subscribe over in iTunes. We're also available on uh, Scatter Radio as well as several other podcast directories, uh, including SoundCloud once we get that shit up, which uh, come tax time, I think it's finally just going to be set aside because, I don't know, once upon a time, SoundCloud almost died. Thank God for the mumble rappers that like fucking kept it yeah. going. Um, <laughs> but our, yeah, our, our, so we're gonna... I think all of them, unfortunately. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, I mean, there's 
There's only so much cough syrup you can yeah. fucking do before. No, like... no more lean left, unfortunately. Ooh. Um, but yeah, aside from that, we also have uh, YouTube.com slash the PPR broadcast, as well as our Twitch and other avenues where you can find uh, pre-recorded videos, episodes, and uh, other features and specials that we've done for Press Pods Radio. Uh, our reviews and editorials are also currently on the site. Um, Sarah's just recently reviewed another uh, Antillian product. Uh Andrew has also put some new reviews up and we also have more reviews on the way. Uh, we're going to also kind of tighten up the design. We've been something uh, we've been working up like over a year. It's been in discussion, but like between our day jobs and everything else hasn't necessarily been something that we could just immediately throw in. We are going to redesign the site to be a little bit more streamlined, a little bit uh, easier to navigate and use and, and just uh, be something that will, uh, definitely kind of evoke the more like the casual approach that we've been wanting to go ahead and have with the website and, and just the brand press pause radio now that we're uh, over a decade old. So definitely stay tuned for that. Also um, by year, I would say no later than after Japan, I will have had with the assistance of Sarah, um, I will have had everything we need to really get our video content going and kind of budget out what we'll need video-wise, basically for some um, consistent production and releases. It's been over 18 months in the making, but uh, on the way as of now, we have a 3DO, a Atari 7800, and an Atari Lynx, and... Uh, some OSSC equipment and a shitload of cables and a fuckload of mods that I need to get done. Um, once they are all done, it's just a matter of like getting my crash course and the OSSC from uh, Sarah, uh, making sure like because I I don't know if the thing is capable of storing multiple profiles with all the different line doubling and scaling that we need to fucking do for the respective old shit and then everything it, else. It can. Oh, great. There we go. Um, and then there's also a new OSSC coming out, like, hopefully in the near future that will even expand more, give Sarah more to do with Tate. Um, and a I got bunch monitors of other... to do that, though. Huh? My monitor swivels 180 degrees. And, oh, well, and I, yeah. I can move my body 180 degrees. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. But yeah. We've Michael. got some uh, stuff that's uh, definitely on the way, and hopefully, if we can really like get our shit together, we've got plenty of other stuff like on the horizon that I would like to also get launched proper. And what's been really just planned for years now, the network that we've been wanting to launch, where we can add some more variety and maybe finally get a chance to talk about stuff like we used to do on our after hours, stuff that isn't video game related, like pro wrestling, comic books, television shows, movies. Lego. Uh, oh. Legos. Is that, is that, is uh, that something? Sarah's been in this Lego oh, I kick love it. lately, Hell yeah, dude. dude. He's definitely, like, I'm That's really excited to really see it. Uh, so it's all I'd watch that. Well, yeah, dude. Can... It, it keeps on blurring out like it's, like it's like, censored. <laughs> um, But, yeah, there we've is. we've got. Holy shit, dude. There we go. This guy. God. We've got yeah, pl plenty of shit in the planning phases that I, I'm 
I am very I like, hope you guys excited are excited about, about the PPR it, book club we're starting up this year. That's right. We're gonna be listening. <laughs> <laughs> fucking You know what though? That's the one thing more than anything that I miss and I, I realize we haven't done now in four years, I think, is a games club. Yeah. We have not done a games club proper in a very long time, and that's just because like our day jobs and family lives have all like taken a dramatic shift, but like I would love Love, love, love to do what I would love to do, like a super casual one, like fucking Battle Grega. I'd be okay with that. And I would I love to do buy that now, just so I can be a part of that. Fuck yeah. A super intensive yeah. one. Okay, I'm down um, for that one. Speaking of shooting and other stuff, Sarah, buddy, talk to me, uh, because I got it. Okay, first and foremost, guys, Bullet Heaven is getting even more excited than ever. But I really want to know what name name for me right now. All ten ports of Metal Gear. I'm sorry, Metal Gear Metal Slug Three that you have for me. Because oh, you have, I don't, I didn't, I don't know if there's 10 ports. Like I know, oh, okay, there's, there's the 10, Xbox yeah. one. Yep. There's the Metal Slug Anthology for PlayStation 2 and yep. me. Yep. There's the Hamster Arcade release. Yep. There, that's it. I ran out. There's, there's <laughs> <Okay>. the AES, <laughs> the MVS. There's, I've got um, the Wii Anthology, PlayStation Portable Anthology, the oh, downloadable God, version is on, on Switch. I've got it on the Neo Geo Mini. I have the PlayStation 4 version, got the Xbox version, got the mobile phone version, I got the Steam version. It's on I've got the mo friggin what mobile phone version. Yeah. Uh what was the other one there? Um friggin' uh the humble bundle version, that's nine. And gotta think. There's another one that I'm not thinking of. Holy shit, you can buy Metal Slug 3 on your iPhone. What yeah. the yeah, fuck? Yeah, surprising. It is. It is a little exactly. bit, actually. Okay. Um, a, bit, a bit much, yeah. I, do you have I'm it on sure AES got, like, or another... MVS? What's that? Do you have any of the original, like the MVS cart or the AES no, cart? No, no. I'm not made of money. Um, They're like $10,000 each now. Jesus. Well, no. Dude, on MVS, it's cheaper. It's way cheaper. Well, MVS, yeah. MVS is only a couple hundred bucks. But, uh, like, if I had an MVS, man, you better believe uh, Metal Slug 3 would be in there. That's why you gotta get an Omega, dude. Just yeah, I get know. an Omega. I'm, I'm probably gonna look into it. I heard the Omega can really fuck up your day with the Frame Meister, though. I, I don't... Yeah, again, I'm staying away from the Frame Meister. I'm yeah. gonna... I'm gonna put it all behind the OSSC, so... Fair enough. We'll see. That's but anyway. Oh, you know, you said that it has more than one. It's got RGB out, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that shouldn't be. A, yeah, you can do RGB and you can do component. You can do YPVR. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll look into it. Do it. Do it. Dude, we can go have these. It's like right 600 now bucks, though. I don't know. Um, it's kind of an outlier right now. We'll talk shop. We'll talk shop. Sure. Um, But anyway, what, oh, yeah. what is next for Bullet Bullet Heaven. Heaven. Uh, I'm knee deep in hardcore mecha Ooh, right now. I like it. Uh, we <laughs> we also have uh, gotta look at my list. Go to the board. Sisters Royale, Rolling Gunner, Overpower, um, Cider Reloaded, and uh, the proper review for Oshibari Hori Jogeki Hori is coming as well. Uh, that had to be pushed back though because the other ones were publisher provided uh we also have the seventh installment of the shooting game chronicle for sega dreamcast 
uh, in that one, we're closing out the final traditional shooting games of the Dreamcast before we go into Borderliners. Um, but Ooh. after that, we're probably going to do the top 10 Dreamcast shoot 'em ups of yeah, all time. That'll be a good list. Holy shit. So, what happens when Krautbusters comes out on Dreamcast? Um, we're going to have to cover it, but I'm not going to do it nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I don't know. I don't know if y'all have. Did you? I don't know if you saw the the latest review for Bullet Heaven. It was Metal Slug Three, and um, let me see here if I can pull up a screeny here. Boo-ba-doo. And while you're doing that, I, oh no, I believe yeah. you've made a you made it. You pulled a jab on it. I don't know, man. Um, Francis, our buddy Francis, a hey poor player, uh, good friends of the show, good friends in real life, uh, dude. Uh, he was one of the few that plunked down for the MVS kit, and he's been digging it. I wish, but like, I don't have eight hundred dollars nope. to just put into one game. So, um, I, I it has piqued my curiosity. But like at the same time, like I would love to have like any of those games on like the Omega for an MVS. But like, knowing that they'll be like literally a a. a fucking tenth of the cost on the dreamcast like i'll wait and i'll just say too while he's checking that out that um i didn't have to spend eight hundred dollars but i was pleasantly surprised i got an email earlier this week uh for my patreon from from sayers uh patreon that it had like new tracks some new music in there it's exclusive only to patreon uh supporters so just want to throw that out there i think everyone should get on that patreon check that out you get some exclusive stuff you can't get anywhere else and uh, it was exciting. I just, I, 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 I normally read the email updates on there, and then I saw downloads, and I was like, when did they start doing this? When did they start <laughs> getting downloads in the emails? But it was exciting, so I recommend everyone check that out for sure. I would love to get like a lathe of uh, one of Sarah's soundtracks. I would love to get it because, like, I'm gonna show you guys right now that I can't, I can't say it out loud, or I'm out of the super underground club that like we can't really talk about, and it bugs mm-hmm. me. I want to be a part of an underground club. Is it like a fight club? Well, the first rule is you ah, can't talk it, about I'm it. I'm not in. Okay, you're right. Damn it. I just got my hands on this little this little beauty. Ooh, delicious. Oh, dude. Dude. And um, There's literally this one, which has one of my favorite fucking soundtracks. Oh, that's fucking cool looking. Look at that. Ooh, what's this? Oh, nice. Yeah, actually, I can talk about this one. They're not as fight clubby, um, but oh. <laughs> yeah, dude, that showed up in there. It's it's one frame long. Ah, uh, it's like it's like a fight. Oh, I see what you're fucking doing. It's a yeah. six. It's a sixtieth of a second it, when it I talk like about really blatant clones. It is like fight club where he just splices in things during kids' movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very fight. Very uh, fight club. Jesus. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Jesus, this has been the longest like episode end <laughs> That's okay. ever. Um, All fun. But oh, yeah. anyway. Uh, I've got a new series of videos out, if y'all didn't know. Uh, it's called Random Play. It's sort of based on our live stream mm-hmm. setup, but it's basically uh, live reactionary uh, testing. So we've done stuff like uh, the Hyperkin S-Wheel, for example. Playing lift rousers with a steering wheel is way more fun than it ought sure, to be. Sure. <laughs> Uh, we reviewed a Switch dock. We did the Duke. We did uh, retro gaming cables. OSSC has one. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's, nice. it's not a bad new series. It works out well. Very nice, sir. 
Taking a look yeah. at these sweet or you're supposed to talk about retro sweet gaming. things that you can't yeah, talk about. You can't talk about. Yeah. But but they're happening. Just All saying. kinds of sweetness. Um. But anyway, God, I don't really want to. God, I want to. You have no idea. So anyway. This is Georgia Boy Zax. I'm getting bloated with frustration over all the neat things that I want to talk about with my buddies without fucking recording for all of you fine folk. Yeah, this is Toast. I'm going to go watch Parasite. That's a very relevant thing I just said. I, dude, I want it too. I, I, the Oscars they are going are. on tonight. Fuck, I wonder how well they did. They went did. well. Yeah. Huh. And this is the original Sarah. And, oh. Clever I like it. All Good right. end. Wah, wah, wah. It's